It's the Bob and Tom Show. Whenever life gets you down, keeps you wearing a frown, and the gravy train has left you behind. And when you're all out of hope, down at the end of your rope, and nobody's there to throw you a line. If you ever get so low that you don't know which way to go, come on and take a walk in my shoes. Never worry about a thing, got the world on a string, cause I've got the cure for all of my blues. All of his blues. <laughs> I take a look at my enormous penis And my troubles start a melting away I take a look at my enormous penis And the happy times are coming to stay I gotta sing and I dance when I glance in my pants And the feeling's like a sunshiny day I take a look at my enormous penis And everything is going my way Sing along at home, why don't you? I take a look at my enormous penis. It's not that hard. My troubles start a melting away. Just Bob and Tom. I take a look at my enormous penis. And the happy times are coming to stay. Yeah, I got great big amounts in the place where it counts. And the feeling's like a sunshiny day. I take a look at my enormous penis And everything is going my way I'm Bob and Tom now Everything is going my way Hey, look at these goobers Everything is going my way Hey, Chihuahua Everything Is that the long version? <laughs> Welcome. Good morning. It's it's the Bob and Tom Show. At the news desk, an actual cheetah hide sport jacket. Oh, yeah. Christy Lee, fresh off the cat. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, chick. There's Willie Griswold. This looks like a drug kingpin of Miami. You got a lot of All security. Right, that's interesting. Oh yeah, you look cool. Yeah. Okay, thanks. The jungle look. Nothing yeah. moves in this town till you talk to Jungle Lady. <laughs> yeah. You talk to Jungle Lady with this. Huh? There's uh, Josh Arnold. Hello. Uh, Ace Cosby's here. I'm, I'm Chick McGee. Uh, I wish I was as drunk as I sound. And here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. Here's some weird advice we got. Uh, our, our Who's our, sending us advice? Uh, we were talking about, I forget who brought this up, uh, a shy bladder mm-hmm. and being unable to... I think I to, asked uh, if a shy bladder's a thing. Why isn't a shy colon a thing? Yeah. Uh, uh, Nothing. Uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I, Again. 
I think uh, Alzi's brought this up. She has problems or okay. something. Um, here we go. This is one person's solution. I am not endorsing this. I just thought it was so weird I'd read it. A long time ago, our writer writes, I learned the secret to the shy bladder problem. Uh-huh. Uh, and f- for some reason, this works. I do math in my head. I do 2 plus 2 is 4, 4 plus 4 is 16, 16 plus 16 is 32, etc. Mm. Now, oh. here's the conclusion. I've never gotten to 512 without peeing. I was never able to pee in public spaces before. Now, I'm, I, this, I'm sure this is in proper facilities, naturally. Uh, this absolutely works. Well, if anyone has this issue, give it a shot. Let us know. That doesn't make any sense to me. This makes sense. This guy said his name's Dick. Hi, Dick. Morning, Dick. Hey, Dick. Might be Richie. Ricky. The Dickster. Dicky. Dick Bo. Dick Man. <laughs> he says, I learned in the military, if you have a shy bladder, you should hold your breath. There's something physiological in your body about the excess carbon, but by carbon, what's the word? Dioxide. Monoxide? Exactly. Monoxide Dio- or dioxide? Dioxide. dioxide. Oh, that boy, will. I've been living wrong. Yeah. A lot of headaches. Yeah. Yeah. Even wrapping your lips around the tailgate of a bus. I got to pee. Excess carbon dioxide starts to flow. I don't know. Yeah. This. He's got the military to back him up. Who am I to disagree? I. I don't know what the word is, ideation, what you, where you, I think about Niagara Falls. I have it when I'm in a sporting event or something, and I'm at a, at a urinal, and I have to, because there's 12 guys Yeah, that's me. the only time I really that's have it. the only it. Yeah. time I really have it. A little pressure. Otherwise, I go in the stall. I always go in the stall. Hmm. Absolutely. If I were a guy, I'd go in the stall, too. No. I, I'm not seated, but I go in the stall. I don't. And I get some looks. They can tell that my feet are facing the wall instead mm-hmm. of the door. And you have a wide stance. They know what I'm doing. They know I'm urinating. I'm taking up a... Yes, there was... Nothing for the wide stance my, joke. I got it. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. The old... The Minneapolis-St. Paul airport. airport. Yeah. Minneapolis-St. Paul airport. Oh, Senator trying to pick guy. up a young man. He yeah. wasn't signaling someone. He just has a wide stance. When... Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good lawyering. That'd be a good name is. for a band. The wide stance. <laughs> anyway... Um, so, I always go in the stall. You always go in the stall those times. Always. And if there's someone out there who needs to uh, use the stall for the toilet purposes, I apologize. But I, it doesn't I, take you that long to pee, does it? No. You know. yeah, Is this because you were an only child? Is there some connection here? What, 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 private. what are you looking at here? I'm asking, just asking. I mean, I, uh, Ace has something. Hang on. Yes, Ace. How'd you know? Don't you drop all the way your pants? Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't in a public <laughs> okay, okay, okay. setting, if you'd like me to drop my pants, no, you, are you I, coming on to me? You Ace? mentioned before you drop all the way, and I'm like, in I, stall, I, I, I don't understand the purpose of the fly. I don't get that. Wait a minute. So Wait, is this correct? No, no. Even when you unzip the fly, your pants are fastened. You unzip, you fish, you go in there, get him, yeah. pull him out. Even when you pull him out, you're going to get uh, irritation. Or, for, yeah, but you under the button too, right? From the... What? You want to do the button, right? You're going through the fly? No, That's, Chick's saying he doesn't understand just going through the fly. I don't understand just the going through the fly. The guys go through the fly? Absolutely. Why, do you, why yeah. would you have it? 
Because, but you you take the the, the top button off and yeah. you sort of fold down exactly. and everything stays where it is. Yeah, no, I don't do. I just go through the fly. Well, that's, that's what that's what Ace just said. That is when okay, I yeah. take my buttons, my pants will fall down if I. If, that's what my buttons are for. They keep yeah. my pants. Because he doesn't up. have yeah, a butt to keep his pants. That's up. how I. I don't have an ass to keep my pants up. So See? I yes, and Ace would know nothing about this having a gigantic ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just pull down and pull out. Yeah. yeah. No, so I think Ace was asking a fair question. But the metal so. teeth grate my. Do- my penis. <laughs> yeah, and you do have a great penis. Yeah. And I have a very supple penis. Josh, wait, very wait, soft. wait a minute. Hang on a second. Do you, do you drop? I'll hold my penis up against any guy. He, he answers. I don't want you holding your penis up against other guys unless you really want to, and that's certainly okay with I'll me. I'll compare it to anybody's. Do you drop your trousers down to your knees, or do you? No, not all the time. Absolutely not. No. I told you about my experience at the Toronto airport. Where I walked in the men's room and there was, See, a, that guy, there was an that, adult with that, his pants all the way down to the ground it seems to standing me, at a urinal. That guy Different has his shingle out. He's he's looking to... He's, he's, I think it was a cultural thing. I believe yeah. he was of... of, of what um, culture does that? Well, it was, I was in the international wing of the Toronto airport and I, this gentleman was clearly of uh, Asian Well, why did he say so? Uh, Those Canadians. Of he course. wasn't Canadian. I, well, he, maybe of he course. was. But the, I thought that was rather unusual. Like, that's what a three-year-old would do. That's why I, uh, I, I'm against... Uh, flip-flops. Why? You, you can't go into a men's bathroom with a pair of flip-flops. Ugh. Yeah, you're going to feel it. There's urine everywhere. Uh, no. That's uh, why you don't drop your pants in a public restroom down to the floor. There's urine everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> oh, yeah, I've got a whole thing where I, you, know, you, you get your legs just right so nothing hits the ground. Yes. I'm, well, I'm fully with you on that. Yes. Uh, well, um, uh, coming up... Wait a we, minute. Do you, fli- do you fish through the fly to get uh, to get everything uh, accomplished? Or do you unbutton your pants? It depends if I'm wearing, sh- if I'm wearing uh, like gym shorts, I'll go down I've under never, and up. I've never... That's, the, that. that's so crazy. I've he never takes, seen you in gym shorts. He takes a leg at the and gym. pulls it all the way up. <laughs> you pull it through your the bottom of your pants. Right. Yeah. That's... that's Mr. Johnson through the leg. So weird. I am so embarrassed that your father. No one else does. No one else on the planet Earth does that. No, no. I tried it after he talked about it. Yeah, and it's it's no. I don't. It wasn't any easier or more difficult. What about the bunch? It was just. It was just weird. Doesn't it bunch up weird? What about the netting? No, none of that. You grab the side and pull. What about your thigh being covered with urine when you? <laughs> that didn't happen, surprisingly. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm reeling the hose out far enough away from my body that I'm not. You, you know, know, when you reel it, I know it's gigantic, <laughs> but he even was. when you reel it back in, there's going to be some some drippage. I felt I like think. I shook a lot more to make sure that didn't happen than if I just went through the fly. So I can understand that. This is a it was fascinating more work, It was more work than it really and ladies, you ladies don't have to shake. Chris. No, we don't have to do that. If you did, you'd need some kind of could a device. You, could you use a urinal if you had to? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I could <laughs> lean back, I guess, and <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. I, I've seen uh, that video online. It's called Hillbilly Fire Department. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't don't. Do she uh, she uh, it's like four or five feet above her head. Yeah, I don't on I don't the have, wall on the wall. Josh. I'm a little old for that kind of. We trajectory. have a um, <laughs> we have a weird thing going on um, involving an actual toilet, but um, it's not being used for its designed purpose. It's being used as a bowl in a restaurant, and it's quite controversial because there's a whole religious component to it. It's very odd, um, and tr- uh, kind of disgusting. But we'll we'll get to that coming up later. Uh, also, um, your iPhone may be looking a little bit different real soon. 
something. This uh, is going to throw your world into a tizzy. I, I'm already worried about it. I, what do you mean? Oh. It's not going to be square anymore? No, uh, the, I, I heard the iOS sh- operating system is going to change. It's going to start moving stuff things. around in your when you open it up. Oh, I thought they were going to shape it like an L. That's what I heard. Oh. <laughs> not, not like a square. You're, you're, the biggest button on there is going to be moving. Uh, the biggest? What's apparently. Your, what's your biggest button? Uh, your end call button, that big red one. Oh. oh. They're going to move it to the right. I have no... I, I, as he holds his iPhone up to his mouth. I have no problem with anything iPhone would like to do yeah, ever either. in the history of my life. <laughs> okay, thank you, Roger. However, Josh Arnold loves China. Okay, thank you. Uh, also, <laughs> coming up in a couple interesting world records, uh, apparently a lot of Canadians like to have sex at the movie theater. we got bullfighting in the news. Those damn Canadians. Weird Hamilton news. But right now, if you're listening to the show on those Raycon earbuds, you're certainly enjoying it, I hope. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, sound. Better than ever. Every day they're getting better and better with three sound profiles to match whatever you might be listening to. They have uh, noise isolation and awareness modes. You can listen while you travel, of course, or during a grueling workout, or possibly you're at the urinal at your favorite airport. And you're listening to your break-ons as you go to the bathroom there at the urinal. Not hearing gentlemen talk behind your back <laughs> about, why does this guy have his pants down around his ankle? Uh-huh. What's he doing? That's a rather unusual example. That's where Raycons come in handy. And remember, the Raycons have the uh, gel tips for that perfect in-ear fit. And now here's Tom to explain to you what a gel tip is. Uh, the, uh, there's like these uh, rubbery thingies that you put on it, <laughs> and when you put you get them so it's perfect for your ear, they don't fall out. You must have been on the team to invent those. And, uh, they're the best. I love my Raycon earbuds. I wear them all the time. They're much better than the Apple whatever those things are easy they do not budge ladies and gentlemen and they fit every ear ever made and raycons have eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life and they start about half the price of other premium audio brands the ones that tom was talking about so right raycons everyday earbuds also have 56,000 five-star reviews and growing every day so go to buyraycon.com slash tom today get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash tom 15% off your Raycon purchase. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. Uh, they're the best. I absolutely love my Raycon earbuds. Uh, coming up, a weird way to treat food allergies. And um, if you get bitten by a certain type of spider, do you become Spider-Man? And we got a no-no in baseball. All right. And Otani gets a win and is 13 years old too young to sign a professional sports league contract? Apparently not. Wow, okay. 13. All right, this is the Bob and Tom Show. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. All right. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Yo, yo. There's Ace Cosby. Hey, Josh Arnold's here. Hi there. There he is. I'm Chick McGee, fresh from viewing the season premiere of Hard Knocks. Loved it. Yesterday oh. afternoon on my on my uh, TV there at the compound. Boys, it's something. Aaron Rodgers should be. Um, my goodness, saint. He's a saint. The man is a saint. Huh. If you watch this program, he is, he, oh, he smiles, he, uh, he kisses kids, he, just, just a wonderful man. Greets everybody. Yeah, really? Just a really, really nice cool. guy. He looks really, really nice in it. He looks, he does? All right. Yeah. Somebody came out and said, he's going to need to look very, very nice. And they said, okay. Uh, and yeah. they, they succeeded. And here's Tom Griswold. Hello, thank you very much. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm uh, glad that he's uh, having fun. You'll love it, and I hate to spoil it, but I feel like I have to. Well, Lee F. Shriver makes an appearance for the first time ever that I can remember. He's, he says it. he's never been to, to a camp. In, uh, in uh, the history of the Hard Knocks being on HBO. A fine actor, Lee F. Shriver, perhaps best known as what, Ray Donovan? Maybe? I would think Ray Donovan. And, and he's the voiceover king. He really does a nice job in the voiceovers, yeah. He also does some on the History Channel, which are better when he does the voiceovers, and I never thought that. Then when someone else does the voiceover. He's great. He's yeah. great in Spotlight. Yeah. Um, Ray Donovan's no longer in production, right? No. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's because uh, of that, Ray Donovan's wife ruined the whole show. So we all know it. <laughs> oh, you mean the character? Is that really? The Boston, well, no, the the Boston girl? Yeah. Well, she's actually from, like, the UK. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. But she's a horrible person and shouldn't be on screen. I don't <laughs> no. know. Well, how do you really feel? Well, it's just like someone has a speech impediment. I'm going to be a broadcaster. Let's not do that. If she's a, oh, you can't look at her. Let's not put her in a TV show. Okay? <laughs> What's wrong with her? Oh, what she I'm just saying. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> look uh, at him go over there, folks. <laughs> I, I want to say a special <laughs> hello, uh, a special hello to Dustin in Des Moines. He was sitting in his truck waiting for the gates to open to the Iowa State Fair where he's working. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, day one of ten working days there. How he was enjoying the. Uh, does it say what he's doing at the Iowa State Fair? Is he, he does uh, not. Well, he, is he aroused about? Uh, it doesn't say. I, <laughs> a number of very fine jobs one can do there. Uh, is he a, what is it, a Gandhi dancer? Isn't that like an iron worker on a railroad? Isn't that what they call those? Really? Gandhi? Gandhi? What am I uh, thinking? What are yeah. they? No, no, you're correct. What's wrong with my brain today? Nothing. No, I like it. Nothing. Yeah. Keep firing it. Gandhi, Gandhi, that, Gandhi, is, Gandhi? that is a term. I, yeah. Uh, is, it, is it railroad or? I don't know, and I don't know what the term is, but I know this. I'm very close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay? Roused about, wasn't there a? Was there an Elvis movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a Roustabout. Did he work at the carnival? I think so. I think he worked at the carnival. Chick, you know, you'd be good at the carnival, you know, when the kids are walking by and they don't know which game to play. That's right. Hey, come on by. You got four baseballs? Knock the teeth out the clown. A barker? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I could do that. I only knew the word Roustabout as somebody who was just sort of uh, devil may care, wandering around, not really... 
Do, is there an actual job that a roustabout isn't it a, kind of a handyman they can do everything really this says the dictionary a roustabout is a laborer on an oil rig no kidding huh. or an unskilled or casual laborer okay oh, okay and then it goes for, uh, for a dock laborer or a deckhand is a roustabout so nothing I've, to do with the fair i've, I've known it incorrectly hmm. no. fascinating and uh gandy dancers yeah they're railroad workers is that right? That's a weird name. That was the original title of Tiny Dancer. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I did not know that. Gandy Dancer. Hold me closer. And then Roused Roused the stakes in Gandy Dancer. Gandy Dancer. Or perhaps not. Uh, here's a trucker. Uh, Brandon writes, if you have a shy bladder, become a trucker. You will soon be able to pee literally anywhere. Uh-huh. I bet. Yeah, not a lot of time to waste. Is that right? You don't get a shy bladder at the truck stop. Chick, if we can go back to Hard Knocks for just one second. Yep. Josh, I think you'll like this. Aaron Rodgers is being interviewed. They're talking about uh, his new quarterback coach, Nathaniel Hackett, who kind of left the Broncos in disgrace. And he's going, yeah, yeah, Hack has a lot of fun. He, You know, most most uh, co- coaches only do this one thing, but he goes, yes, and he slipped in a little improv reference in there. Huh. And now I have a theory that Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets just because he wanted to take improv classes at the Upright Citizens Brigade <laughs> Theater. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun just to keep that in your head. Huh. <laughs> You're looking at him in his helmet. He's thinking about a Herald form or something. <laughs> Boy, he's a good looking guy, though. Oh, oh handsome as anything. Oh, he's handsome as anything. My goodness. He looks like an old, like an 80s journalist, if that makes sense. You know? Johnson? Who? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron. Who's, who's the uh, Scud Stud? Who? Scud? Oh, Arthur, oh, Arthur yeah. Kent. Arthur Kent. During Arthur Kent. Uh, one of those uh, Iraqi 80s. Was that, War. Yeah, Desert Storm? Was Desert it, Storm, I forget yeah. which one it was. Yeah, he became known as the Scud Stud, and he was able to <laughs> fortunately ditch that persona and go on to a good career. But yeah, he was a very attractive guy doing a very scary job. Uh, in the meantime... We have a lot happening here. Uh, uh, coming up, a lot of interesting things in the world of news. We're going to get some uh, music out of Mr. Pat Godwin uh, coming up today. Uh, but first, we uh, dip our toes into the world of sports with Chick McGee. Uh, Michael Lorenzen threw the 14th no-no. That's right, a no-hitter in Philly's history last night. A big-time performance and only his second start with his new team. He beat the Nationals 7-0 last night in Philly. He's 31 years old. It was it was wonderful. I think it's his mom and his wife and his baby are in the stands. And cool. It was just great. It was really cool. Uh, he struck out five, walked four, went to 2-0, and had 100 pitches in the seventh inning and had a big-time meeting with the manager, and they said, okay, I'm going to give you 20 more pitches, and we'll see what – and by gosh, he – he uh, he kept getting people out. So Man. yeah, he walk, he walks four in a no hitter, which is odd, but yeah. <laughs> uh, he was acquired uh, by the Phillies from Detroit at the trade deadline for a minor leaguer. Lorenzen retired Lane Thomas on a grounder to open the ninth and struck out Joey Manessis looking, and then uh, Dominic Smith uh, hit a fly ball, and uh, that was it. But no, no, and the baby comes out. He's holding the baby, Tom. Right. It was heartwarming. Holding the baby, crying. There's champagne. <laughs> Forgetting about the world's troubles. And Good for him. For just a second. That's right. And Shohei Otani. Hey, Otani. I'm sorry, you're right. Shohei Otani. Hey, Otani. Thank you. Pitched six innings of three-hit ball and got his 10th victory of the season. The Angels 4-1 win over the Giants last night. Otani um, allowed one unearned run, which I still don't know what's an earned run and what's not an unearned run. I don't ever understood that. Struck out five. Hey, he, you didn't earn that. Yeah. <laughs> 
If anybody in the crowd says that, it's an unearned run. Uh, He surpassed Babe Ruth in yet another way by becoming the first player in Major League history to have multiple seasons with 10 victories and 10 home runs. Pretty wild. Mike Moutsakis hit a tie-breaking three-run homer. I hit the ball real far. (laughs) Good job, Mike. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Here's your garlic bread. Call me Mr. Moutsakis. Is this doing anything? This is not doing anything for you, is it, Tom? I'm sorry. I'm, you may be I'm, I'm over here looking for some. I don't know who Mike Misakis is. He's a he's a baseball player for the Angels. Uh, is, is ten home runs and ten wins is that that astounding of a statistic? Pitchers do not hit home runs. Yeah, pitchers don't so. hit home runs as a pitcher. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that, that didn't Was sound it? like anything too crazy. Yeah, right. Was it there ever a time when pitchers didn't didn't uh, have to hit? Yeah. Didn't have to hit. I mean, you. Well, before the death game, the National League pitchers always had to hit. Right, exactly. Oh. There was no designated hitter. They didn't hit her. But and it never went very no, well. No. No, there was never a time where it was pitchers just don't hit. Okay. No one in the crowd said, um, boy, this pitcher's going to hit this one out. That didn't happen. They didn't hit home runs all that often. Yeah. So, but Otani's amazing. Oh. He's not from here, you know. No. Oh, where's he from? Really? I'm not sure. Oh. Japan, I think. Good guess. Is that a good guess? Yeah. <laughs> 13-year-old forward Davion Kimbrough has signed a contract with the Sacramento Republic of the Second-Tier League Championship in the United Soccer League. He's 13. Holy simole. They say he's the youngest athlete in American professional team sports. Is this like a thing where, because I know in England, they'll have like 13-year-olds that play for Man City and they stand with the real players before the game. Is this something like that, or is he playing with adult I think that men? what you've got to hold there is like a minor league. Yeah, is that like what this is? Like a little is? league for soccer. Or is no. he literally playing with... Yes. Oh, my goodness. A second-tier league championship of the United Soccer League in Sacramento, California. He's 13 years old, and he's the youngest athlete in American professional team sports. <laughs> oh, dude. He joined the team's youth academy in 21. Uh, he was 13 years, 5 months, 13 days when the deal was announced yesterday. Huh. He's eligible to debut on Saturday against the Birmingham Legion. Maximo Carrizo signed with the Major League Soccer's New York City on his 14th birthday on February 28, 2008. That was the old record. Wow. Wow. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> Let me ask you something, Tom. Maybe this doesn't apply to you, but were you different at 13 than you are, let's say, now? <laughs> Yeah, sure, in a way. But you were, uh, you were a late bloomer, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Were the, like, But I mean, to tip you, that's incredible. Five feet, 80 pounds or good, something. Uh, good luck to keep his head together. Yeah. They, I hope go. he has good folks. It's hard to be handed a lot of money when you're that young and not screw it up. Well, well, he yeah, bought, no kidding. Evidently, he bought all the Hot Wheels that he could find. Right? Oh, he's already. Oh, man. I mean, I, one of the funniest things in, in, in movies of all time are the, the famous Hanson brothers, mm-hmm. who uh, in, in Slapshot... Sort of the machine took my quarter. Don't don't grow up, and that one of the, the sort of the great characterizations I think of. Have you ever seen Slapshot, Christy? Uh, long, long time. Long. Where am I from? A long Since time. A long, long time ago. Yeah. Long Island. Paul Newman's great. They had big glasses or something. Yeah, the, yeah. I, the last time I checked, they were still out there doing minor league hockey. Yes, they are appearances. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're aren't they like a cousin and two brothers or something, Josh? I think it's just two brothers and a guy. Okay. I don't know. That I, <laughs> A guy in a, I think they wear wigs and dark glasses now. Yeah, but ah, my favorite scene in Slapshot is when they're playing slot cars in their room, 
<laughs> the remote control slot card. And Paul Newman, and I, I still, to this day, think it's an outtake they left in the movie. Paul Newman comes in and sees him on the bed playing, and he goes, hey, guys. And they left it in the movie. <laughs> I go, okay. Yeah. Gosh, I'm stunned that you guys remember scenes from movies. Which like is because these guys are incredibly immature, and everyone else, everyone else in the hockey league is out there whoring around, and they're total goons, right? And, but yeah. they love playing hockey, old time hockey. Yeah. That mean that's code for fighting. They get yeah. into a fight before the anthem in one. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Josh, can I show my age a little bit? I didn't realize until I was listening to this book the other day, which I know I'm less than you because I listen to books. That's and right, I, and I don't read them. But I never kind of realized, Christy's saying, I can't believe you remember the scenes in movies. When you were growing up, you only had so many movies in your house, so you and your brothers must have watched the movies over and over and over again. That's how you memorize stuff. I had Netflix when I was 14, so we didn't really do that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's a pretty good point. We'd watch mm-hmm. one movie, then watch another movie, then watch another, right. but if you've only got the six VHS tapes. Sure. We didn't really have any VHS. It was all um, cable. They would just show the same movies a lot all over mm-hmm. and over or we would go rent the same movies. Rent every, movies, every, yeah. Uh, they they say it's very healthy, especially for little kids, to watch the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. They learn a lot about they learn about about storytelling. Yeah. If, if there's something they like about a movie, they can get. You know, I love watching movies over again. I, I watch movie rewatch stuff all the time. So what am I? Do you rewatch anything? What is what movie have you watched the most, Chick? Um, I don't. <laughs> I rewatch a lot of movies. Constantine, probably. Constantine. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know why. I have no uh, idea what that is. I like Keanu, Keanu Reeves and uh, Rachel Weisz. Weiss, how do you say Rachel that? Rachel Weisz has uh, two uh, two two parts. Yeah, and uh, Peter Stormare is great as the devil. I've never even heard of that movie. Constantine. Oh yeah, that, I don't know why they haven't made a sequel yet. Or rumors are still bubbling. Man, that would be. When so did great. it come out? Uh, I don't remember. Oh. It's hard to tell with Keanu because he always looks exactly the same. Yeah, no, he's does age. Two thousand. I saw 2000s? that in the theater the first day I got to South Korea. No kidding. Yeah, I got off the plane, went to my apartment, and <laughs> they're like, "We're going to the movies. You want to go?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I had no idea what to do. <laughs> we went and saw Constantine. I was just baffled. And it was, even... a, it was a TV show, also. Ah. Hmm. Yeah, but I have a certain uh, certain affection for the, for oh, the movie. Thank well, you. That's interesting. I never. I'll have to. I've never even heard of it. Wasn't it a, uh, oh, you don't care for it at all? Either. Yeah, it comes from a dark Tommy. novel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Tom, please don't watch it. Well, yeah. Don't you don't need to get into no, that. No, 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 no. Don't watch Constantine. Don't <laughs> yeah. ruin it for me. It's a comic okay. book adaptation. No, you would not like Constantine. He's uh, able to go into uh, the afterlife, and uh, you can't. Oh, okay, I'm out. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Josh, did you write your folks to say, "Hey, I'm learning the lay of the land of Korea. I haven't had any food yet. I haven't gone to any restaurants, but I did see Constantine with Keanu Reeves." <laughs> Rest easy, it, Keanu's big time down here too. Were there uh, Korean? subtitles yeah so it was all in english and then they the, they had korean subtitles on the side on the side oh yeah they run up up they run vertically they don't run uh, on the bottom or did you yell hey what's that weird stuff on the screen you guys <laughs> i used to work in a movie theater i can take that off for you is, is the korean language read up up and down in uh, the sub in subtitle form yeah but like in a book is it up and down or is no it, okay that would be weird yeah Okay, uh, or just a, different. I'm sorry, not weird. Sure, sure. Got a different word for everything. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Back to me. Yeah. Uh, partially nude activists held a demonstration against bullfighting in Mallorca. How's that? Ouch. Partially nude. What part? Well, uh, <laughs> good question. Yeah, feet. Who cares? <laughs> Rock out with their. 
Euro Weekly reports that members of Animal Anima Naturalis Anima Naturalis hmm. Hmm. and like you're um, getting an enema in nature. Hmm. Oh yeah, like a akimbo under a waterfall or something. <laughs> you know what does happen to let's say or Marilyn Monroeing over yes. a, a beaver or or a raccoon <laughs> or a, a lion cub gets constipated. Are there enemas in nature? That's Tom, your thoughts? I'm sure um, they have some. Remedy? I uh, don't think that they can go to the CVS and grab an enema bag for my lion. <laughs> lion! I imagine there are veterinarians that under certain circumstances, but I don't think in the wild. They, they, they may eat certain leaves or something there to you create go. fiber. I don't know much about oh. the defecant of raccoons. Man, whenever I get gazelle, I get backed up. What happened to you, too? Can we go back to Mallorca? Yeah, I don't know oh. why we're doing this story, but, uh, well... I've got a couple guesses, but... Um, I think it's interesting. What's it got? Michigan spinning this plates? Is, they stripped half naked and laid down on matador capes in a street outside Palma City Hall. The demonstration supported by the local protest group Mallorca against bull, bullfighting, or MAB, <laughs> was held as bullfighting season begins in the city's Plaza de Toros. That means Plaza the Toros. <laughs> I believe that's Plaza of the Lawnmowers. That's right. Oh, ah, nice lawnmower. But it's it does. I tried to find a picture of this because it says it says semi nude, which to me sounds like a half-assed protest, Josh. It is. Uh, but yeah. oh, uh, I oh. see. No, <laughs> here's what he did. Nobody he had. Came in, he saw the headline. Well, that <laughs> sounds like a half-assed protest. Hey, that's not bad. And here it is. Here we are. The larger point here. Uh, I think I think that bullfighting has been banned in a lot of places, and this is the one oh. place where it's it's they're they're doing it, and these people want it to stop. I don't. There think, we go. I was in Barcelona for the '92 oh, Olympics. They don't have bullfighting in Barcelona. I don't think they mm. have it in. Uh, what's the name Pamplona? of this? No, what's the name of the city in Spain? It starts with an M. Madrid. 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 Mm. They have oh, it in okay. Madrid. Very smart. But oh, these girls are topless. Oh, cool. Oh, you found a picture. Mm-hmm. Wow, that didn't take her any time at all, Tom. Got yeah. got the same sort of computer. Little boob going on over there. Yeah. Set up awesome. you got. Hmm. How much armpit hair is in that? Well, thing? I can't. It's a video. I'm not going to start it, but you can see him lying on the... Any animal protester uh, female has armpit hair. I'm convinced. I'm surprised how Does that turn you I... off, armpit hair? Yes. Oh, of yes, course. I'm alarmed. Oh, well, yeah. I don't yeah. care at all. Nah. I'm you alarmed. don't care? Get yeah. that bohemian I think your generation is a No, why? Different. Who cares, it's dude? disgusting. What? It's what are you going to do? Well, let me tell you you're going to lick it or something? The, the phrase bohemian nonsense should be used more often. Absolutely. Josh, not. what else falls under your we'll umbrella? We'll come back with all of this conversation, hair or no hair. <laughs> the uh, I'm, the pictures I've got, Christy, it just looks like a bunch of models, male and female, lying down with, uh, but they're just they're wearing bottoms and they're wearing bottoms and no tops. If I yeah. were there, all right, release the bulls. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it in this. The, yeah, bohemian nonsense. <laughs> Why don't you glue yourself to a bull? <laughs> like that, that's that that's been the thing lately where they glue their hands to the basketball court. What he meant was glue your hands to a bull, not a bowl, as Tom said. Yeah. To a bowl. A bowl. You're still not saying it right. Bull. What was that? <laughs> Brian. Look what he has to do to bull. bull. Okay, our, 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 the Bob and Tom show right now brought to you by Better Help. This life can be so confusing. There's so many choices out there. Help me, Eddie. The path forward is not always clear. Perhaps uh, 
Perhaps uh, therapy is something that would be helpful for you. And BetterHelp has a new way to get engaged into the world of therapy because, first of all, it's all done online. I mean, the therapy is done online, and the therapist is found online through BetterHelp by going to betterhelp.com slash btshow. The way it works is you'll fill out a brief questionnaire, and you will get matched with a licensed therapist. And, by the way, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And the therapy, as I said, is done online. So it can be done with um, uh, like a camera on or it can be done with just talking. It could be done texting back and forth, whatever works for you. And this is all about convenience. So as you uh, move forward in this life, therapy can be very helpful. You can help everybody else, but you've got to help yourself too. See what I'm talking about. Check out betterhelp.com slash BT show. That'll knock 10% off your first month. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp dot com slash bt show uh, you'll start feeling better you can make better decisions about your life perhaps with better help betterhelp.com slash bt show coming up uh, we have um, an unusual story about uh, food allergies and uh, fecal transplants uh, we'll again see. yeah this is science my friend <laughs> <laughs> in fact some of us may be Prepping for a fecal transplant right now. Oh, I hope it's you. You would be. You'd Are giggle, you? You'd giggle through the whole process. I know. I'm a donor. Uh, <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Catch any part of the show you missed later today on our YouTube channel. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't you play along when your dad pimped you? We Welcome all suffer. Back. Welcome back to the we all the dance. We're all suffering. It's all right. There's Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Yo, yo. There's Josh Arnold. Hi. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Troublemaker. I'm Chick McGee. Hey, it takes two. And here's, here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. Um, uh, coming up, we have... Uh, Comedians Al Jackson and Brad Upton. Oh, I love Brad. Brad has uh, like a billion hits of some of his material out there on social media. We'll look forward to seeing what's going on with Brad. Uh, we're going to talk with Steven Singer, the Steven Singer jeweler, Steven Singer. We're going to talk with Steven, see what he's got going on. Uh, but right now, we return to the news desk with oh. Chick McGee. Uh, sports okay, it's the sports, sports desk. News. I'm sorry. It's all the same. Stupid world record. How are they this morning, Chick? The world records. They dumb? Not great. Real dumb? <laughs> this one, I don't know why he chose this one, but remember, we're all in this together. All right. All right. Okay. A group of car enthusiasts in Australia recently drove a 1978 Toyota Land Cruiser mm-hmm. nearly four and a half miles on the bottom of the ocean, huh. setting a new world record for the longest underwater drive. That's insane. That great? Isn't that great, he says. <laughs> How'd they keep it from flooding? A lot of weight. Uh, it's an electric car. They modified it. They, this is a really interesting vehicle. So it's not a car it's at all. It's not like we drove into the water oh. and just kept driving. They, they bought a 78. Calling it a submersible, not a car. They bought a 78 uh, Toyota Land Cruiser. You can tell what it is when you sure. see it. And then they, mod- they they modified it. Ironic, yeah. it's a Land Cruiser. Yeah, um, It's a water cruiser now. And Yeah. Uh, it, it, they called it, it says here, dubbed the Mud Crab. <laughs> it was designed to cover mu- a distance of 4.3 miles between these two beaches in Australia. I see Rust Bucket. And oh. they were all in it? 
Well, they have a whole bunch of divers and stuff escorting the vehicle. No, I would imagine there's, there's not was any Was it remote room. controlled? No, there are divers down in this thing. Oh. Are they wearing uh, diving uh, yeah, of course. Eye? Oh, this is nothing. No. What do you mean it's nothing? <laughs> the hardest thing is keeping I, it on I the bottom. I thought they were dry right. inside, driving for four miles. Yeah, me too. That's years. what I yeah. see. Arguing about wh- which way they should turn. Uh-huh. Checking the net. Hey, here you go left. We can go see the Titanic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in 19, maybe, maybe a Land Cruiser would hold up a little better than uh, a 1978 well, Land Cruiser bought online by a group of friends for $5,000. Converted into mm-hmm. an insulated electric vehicle. Able to, able to drive underwater, thus ending its I'm life as a Toyota Land Cruiser, <laughs> yeah. and meaning it's a, basically a submersible, uh, a submarine now. It's not a Land no, but Cruiser. It's, it's, but it's on the floor of the sea, is it? So are submersibles the, for no, a little no, while no, anyway. They're, they're floating. You're saying the wheels are... Uh, it says wheels. Are you telling me the submersibles and things that go underwater and go down to the bottom of the ocean don't touch the bottom? But they don't have wheels on them and drive across the bottom of the ocean. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. This is fun. These guys are doing all kinds of cool engineering, having a good time. They call the thing the mud crab, which is great. (laughs) Which is great. They have a nickname for it. It doesn't even have a top on it. It's a convertible. It's a rag top. Oh, my God. (laughs) What makes this... Oh, they're wearing full scuba. How does this qualify? Yes. This stinks. This? I, almost, <laughs> I almost said the F word. I almost just let it fly. Um, what qualifies this as go, the longest chick. underwater? Yeah, the longest underwater drive. It's just guys. It's scuba. completely impractical. Is it? Is it the weight? It keeps it on yeah, the they, bottom. Right. They've weighted down this vehicle so it stays on the surface of the. Uh, we could do the, this. Well, yeah. I don't know if we could. No. We could fill. We could fill the convertible with enough bricks <laughs> to get it to drive underwater. I promise. But you. wouldn't the end? Wouldn't you f- f- flood, flood, the, it. flood the engine? <laughs> don't flood it. <laughs> uh, I thought it was kind of cool, kind of fun. Uh, it uh, covered a distance of four point three miles between uh, a couple places in Australia. Kept structural integrity. Got that. <laughs> got, that got that going. No, it, it doesn't have to have structural integrity because it's uh, convertible. All right. There's no there's no the danger water. of it crush, right. being crushed. It's not going to crush. <laughs> exactly. This could be the worst world record you've ever handed me. I think it's fun. Well, you're odd. I wonder how far underwater it was anyway. Couldn't have been that far. Yeah. I'm not sure. You know how deep did it go? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure. It's it 20, is cool. 25 feet. This is the first documented time that a sea urchin has been roadkill. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, well, that is yeah, that interesting. Is yeah. New roadkill. Well, they, well, there was an accident. Then. Oh, there was? They got rammed by a barracuda. Oh, no. See, uh, barracuda is the name of a car. <laughs> yes. Hey, <laughs> oh. fish. Kipadada, we got hardly fins do. on it. Kipadada, somewhere uh, in. The kids in the back. No, no, Dean, I see you looking for it. It's okay. Marlon. <laughs> Wet dream. We don't need it. I think it's kind of fun. It's a great looking old Land Cruiser. I'll yeah, give you that. Now of, they've ruined it. A by lot of a, engineering going into it. So they've made it an electric vehicle. That can they drive the it on land now that it's been ocean. in the water? Probably, I imagine uh, probably not real far. It was April the first. Being a quadruple leap year. A quadruple leap year. Downtown Atlantis. My barracuda was in the shop, so I was in a rented stingray. The only good thing about this is we can barely hear it. Yeah, it's underwater. <laughs> you feel good about Kipadada used your barracuda joke? And it was overheating. I think he got there first. So I pulled into a shell station. Shell. 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 
What, what other cars are... Blown a seal. Hey, blown I like a that seal. blown a seal joke. I do no like kidding? that. No yeah. kidding? All right. It's filthy. I said, <laughs> fix the damn thing and leave my private life out of it. <laughs> what are you laughing at? While they were doing that, I walked over to I a was place called at your the Oyster face. Bar. <laughs> a real dive. But I knew the I don't know what other cars were named after... Uh, wasn't there a Marlin? No. A Marlin? Uh, I think, well, damn it. Was there an AMC Marlin? I think you're right. A Marlin? I think you're I absolutely right. Wow. I, obviously, you've got the Corvette Stingray, the Barracuda, uh, Plymouth Barracuda. Yep, Tom is right. 1965. You have the Kia Soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you The AMC <laughs> Marlin. Oh, boy, what an ugly car. No offense if you have one. Well, Not yeah, my cup if of you tea. have one and you're listening, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm wow, over. look at the back. Willie, describe that. Um, it looks uh, kind of like faux futuristic. Yeah, I can't. I don't know what to say. It's kind of. It's a lot of curvature. Really curved in the back. I don't remember this car at all. There must not have been many of them on the road. It looks like a ski boat. Yeah, kind of. Um, probably the hence the name. Uh, coming up, do we have another world record? Yeah, we'll uh-huh. certainly look forward to that one. From guess what state? Michigan. Yeah, yeah, baby, <laughs> Michigan. Now, do, you, do you approve this next world record? Um, no, it's just the, this. Whatever this record covers, it's just this person has stopped doing something and they're just continue to live. That's how they set a world record. Cool. Okay. You'll see. There's more Start to it. Stop doing something and continue to live? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, if this woman, if this person, person had passed away, they could not have set this record. All okay. Right. Good to know. That's true of almost all of them. Well, this is the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> more Bob and Tom next. Got a comment? Our email is bobandtom at bobandtom.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, chick. There's Willie Griswold. What's up? Josh Arnold's here. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold to brighten our day. Yeah, yesterday we had, um, I thought, a really helpful seminar uh, with Allie Breen. On? On uh, romance. Really? Helping people with their love lives. Wouldn't you agree? No. Mm. Yes, I think we saved many. Relationship. I thought we yeah. would um what's what's Absolutely. the word they they use for this? A proactive, I think is the word often used that I don't understand. You want to get ahead of it? Getting ahead of it, yeah. I don't know why that's being proactive, but that's that's what they say, so I'll I'll buy that. We have a nice letter from a young lady who's getting married this week. Oh, oh. congratulations. Good luck, lady. And uh <laughs> I like her already. She seems sweet. And uh, typically, oh, that won't we, help in marriage. Typically, we you guys come on. Leave of all men. Jeez, anybody be have nice. some pliers? We could pull whatever is up there out. Why do you like her? Is she well, because she's sweet. Because she writes, um, "Hi, my name is Shelby. My fiance is a huge fan of your show." Why are you using that voice? Hi, I'm. <laughs> I have the mind of an eleven-year-old. My name's Shelby. Hi. You know, there could be something to that. He reads to his kids a lot, so yeah, now yeah, he's yeah. reading different a characters. Little, little he's a little voice. girl, and he's <laughs> reading to his little girl. 
Go ahead, weirdo. Would you like me to read in a different tone? I, I ideally, I'd like name, you to not read it. Read it at all. My name's, my name, my name's Shelby. No, her fiance is a big fan of the show. Well, that's his problem. And shoot. Man, <laughs> but I get out half. We all have our flaws, though. You know what? And I got something to say to Christy's daughter. What did she just send you? Uh, Ava said the show sounds a little tense. Today. Yeah, well, she just made my list. There's a lot going on. <laughs> She goes, it didn't seem like that at the fair. And I said, well, we're nicer to each other in front of people. (laughs) Just chick. Mind your own business, lady. Fighting a little 25-year-old blonde girl. Come here. Sweet lady Shelby rolled the dice and took a chance on writing us a nice letter. Well, good. She just wants a little shout-out about her wedding. She's getting married on Sunday, this Sunday. Sunday trying, wedding. Trying to figure out the perfect gift for her fiancé. Sunday weddings are bad luck, right? No, they're not. They're, yeah, they're just inconvenient for your guests. Oh, oh for goodness sake. Oh, uh, gosh, I hope it's a destination wedding. Shelby, I, I feel so a bad. Wedding. Her Her husband-to-be <laughs> is named Josh. Hey, Josh. Sounds like a good guy. And uh, we make his day brighter every day, she says. Well, how nice. And she's so sweet. She writes at the end, uh, Shelby, then her, her current last name. I'm going to spare I'm afraid to read it. Kuntz? She'll be attacked. It is not Kuntz. Is it and, funny? Is it like Fartman or something? No, it's... Tatowski? It's not Shelby Fartman. <laughs> Guys! Uh, you know there's someone listening the named Shelby Fartman saying to the radio, What did I do? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Godwin, you're suggesting her last name is what? Shelby coming around the mountain? <laughs> Shelby <laughs> coming around when the mountain. When she comes on Sunday night! <laughs> Now, now I can't read the end of the letter. That's what she should give her husband an orgasm. Give him one of those. Yeah. This is present enough, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To be uh, have your wedding roasted on air by yeah. us? Yeah. <laughs> With, uh, utterly unfairly and mean. Uh, and that's what we do. It'll work out yeah. great. Now. We attack yeah, those great marriage. Wouldn't we, wouldn't we uh, chide and uh, criticize any <laughs> the, worth, worthless endeavor? Without, wouldn't we do that? Without saying what her last name is. At the, you hear? I she sweetly writes her name, Shelby Blank. Worthless endeavor right and in And then there. she puts Prince soon to be with her husband's Aww. last name. Oh, that's very sweet. with her name. Does she have a funny name like Fartman or something? No. No, his name is not Fartman, but her name her name will no longer be Shelly. Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> it's Shelby Shelly? That's confusing. Yeah, that is confusing. Her name will no longer be Shelby Hyman. Ah, okay, no. After Sunday. Evening. It'll be Shelby Gape. You guys are just awful. Yeah. I tried to be nice, and they ruined it. Good luck with your upcoming nuptials. Seem very sweet, Shelby. Yeah, good. Yeah, very yeah, sweet. Good luck. Yeah, good Live luck. happily ever after. I hope you're Just Josh, like yeah. fairy tale. Hope your Joshy was listening. Okay, uh, we, I'm sure that always works out. We have um, oh. Chick McGee at the Bob and Tom Sports Desk. And, I uh, love you. What have you got? Uh, Twenty two minutes. You have another world record, do you? <laughs> yes, I do. Stupid <laughs> world record. I almost find this disgusting, to be quite yeah. honest. This is the world record? Uh, yeah, this one actually is more... <laughs> I think you'll agree. It gets sadder, and I, I left out some of the really sad stuff. A Michigan woman has broken the Guinness World Record for the longest beard on a living woman. <laughs> you heard all, all of this the... This is... Yeah, you heard it right. See, it, nonsense. It's the, longest, <laughs> it's the longest beard on a woman. Oh, come on. Of course, of course she has some horrible disease that makes her grow hair at an alarming rate. Am I right? When I saw a women's beard record, I thought there was going to be a picture of Liza Minnelli. Ah, I almost uh, got it out. 
Yo, I knew it was coming. I got the L-I written down. I knew it was coming. When my baby smiles at me, I go to Rio. Aaron Honeycutt officially earned the record title with a beard measuring 11.81 inches long. Well, that's not a beard. That's a foot. That's good. Well worth it. This poor. And you didn't want to do the story. No, I still don't. The 38-year-old beats the previous record of 10.04 inches, which belonged to... 75-year-old Vivian Wheeler. Oh, boy. Old lady Wheeler. Aaron has, here we go. Can't find my tweezers. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. There you go. Yep, there it there is. There it is, which is a condition that sounds horrible. It uh, causes hormonal imbalance and can result in irregular menstruation, weight gain, infertility, and yes, excess hair growth. What's in, what is it? Polycystic? Ovarian syndrome. PCOS. I had that. Expialidocious. Mm-hmm. You had that? Yeah. That's why I had such a hard time conceiving. So I had to have my ovaries looked at. But I think the the way you trim your beard. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. You wouldn't know, Christy, the way (laughs) you style that. If you had a Hulk Hogan mustache that was framed exactly like your bangs, (laughs) God, it looked like your mouth was a little crispy. It'd be the greatest thing ever. No, you just said you wouldn't date anybody with hair. Then I'd really be screwed. Mm-hmm. And you don't have Chrissy. You don't have a beard. Have you seen a picture of this woman? No. She looks like she could play bass in ZZ Top. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's serious. And well, I'm being unreasonable. <laughs> she jokes that the best thing about her beard is that it hides her double chin. Oh, oh. So she's got a sense of humor about it. <laughs> lovely, lovely woman. And she's married to someone. So there's 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 yeah. some there's see? someone for everyone. You see, oh, she, got married, she might be a lovely person, and she's g- gone for the record, and she's got it. He's not in a living hell. <laughs> No, no, she's no, chosen. No. She could shave, and she doesn't want to anymore. He doesn't poison his own dinners. Oh, Hazel. <laughs> doesn't want to shave. <laughs> He's got oh, a little vial a, in the junk drawer. Her, her partner's a lady. Oh, cool. uh, okay. Oh, well, okay, okay, okay. Good um, for these gals. Yeah. Hey, look. You know, there's oh, somebody for everybody. So, um, I know. But it's a serious beard. <laughs> <laughs> serious beard. Yeah. Yeah. Opposed to. What a, what a hideous comical. Yeah, you want to come here? Come here, Josh. Am I right? I mean, is this is this is? Uh, Am I right? This is uh, a ZZ top level. I mean, uh, what, what's wrong? <laughs> what's the matter, Josh? Goodbye, erections. All right, we have. That is a. Uh... Are you going to show the rest of us? Oh, you can't turn yours around. I forgot. It's, 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 there's somebody for everybody. This is. She's somebody. not old. Yeah, she's no. like 38, right? I, th- I was picturing an old woman, but I guess it's because the older, the last, uh, yeah, the previous record, record older was, was seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. She has a very red beard. Cool. Yeah, she does. Well, congratulations, young lady. <laughs> Keeps getting better. Uh, I'm just jealous of it. That's all. okay. Me too. More hair than you have. Oh, her beard is glorious. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's huge. She yeah. could, uh, this is probably the condition that people had back in the day when they would be the so-called bearded lady at a circus. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, uh, it's. Some might say unfortunate. Perhaps it's she likes it, so she's become. Uh, she's she could always she, shave it off. Yeah, she's running with it. Yeah, but I think her partner likes it, which is great. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Don't you want your partner to like what you might be most uh, insecure about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, of like course. My little tiny, like, <laughs> oh lord, Sweet. like your little tiny toes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen Willie's toes? Very no. tiny. Very tiny. They are like half the length of what a normal toe should. Mm-hmm. My little piglets. My <laughs> Not even full pigs. And I and I get criticized for not allowing him to wear flip flops into work. You should see it. It's disgusting. They're like they look like teeth. They're weird. And if you're wondering, yes, they're yellow. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk 
with Steven Singer from Steven Singer Jewelers. But I want to tell you real quick what he's got going. He's uh, got something called Free Diamonds happening. Um, Steven Singer Jewelers is giving other jewelers yet another reason to hate him. That dang Steven Singer. Um, that was one of the jewelers that he's. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate your uh, portrayal of uh, one of Steven's You're competitors. Welcome. Steven's giving away free diamonds, kind of. Here's the way this works anybody who purchases a real diamond engagement ring from Steven Singer, whether it costs 500 bucks or 15000 Steven is giving away a free one carat lab grown diamond. Now, Steven does not sell those he uh, sells real natural earthborn diamonds but uh free is what he thinks the lab grown ones are worth so he's giving them away uh, with a purchase but uh, remember nothing says i love you less than a lab grown diamond according to steven don't be fooled go to i hate steven singer.com for the details uh and uh he's got uh, those what I, I i guess i'll call them natural earthborn diamonds always worth 100 percent of what you paid by the way and if you want to trade up very easily done. So if you want to upgrade those real diamonds with Steven Singer when you get them, he's happy to do that. Real diamonds from a real jeweler you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. And once again, you'll find him at IHateStevenSinger.com. Whatever the season is, how about a nice little back-to-school something for somebody that you know? Because the schools are starting up. Maybe a nice bracelet. Steven's got all kinds of stuff. Check it out. IHateStevenSinger.com. We're going to talk with Steven in a few minutes when we come back. Also, Coming up, comedian Brad Upton, comedian Al Jackson, some details about the Mega Millions, and um, something called the fecal transplant back in the news. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Four. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. There's... Willie Griswold. Yo, yo. He's here. There's Josh Arnold. Hi. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Well, thank you very much, Chick. We have um, got to get a song out of Mr. Godwin in a few minutes. Right now, we're trying to get the satellite in place. Ah, and uh, There we go. There we got he it. is. Um, that is uh, on the big screen in our uh, studio here. I can see him. It's Steven Singer from Steven Singer Jewelers. Uh, Steven, I just watched your commercial. Oh, wow. Now, I, What'd you uh, think? I loved it, and I, I before I discuss it, I want to know: Can I give away something that you want, or is do you sure want? Sure, you can do it. Anything you want to say. There is, there's, it's a really funny commercial. It's, um, it's that classic fancy restaurant, and you see this guy kind of nervous. He's obviously got his, uh, his date there, and all there's a lot of hustle and bustle around him in a really nice <laughs> restaurant. The way things are, you know, things go there, and. You, you you chose a very fine uh, gentleman to portray the uh, lead man here, but he whips yes. out a uh, he whips out a jewelry box, <laughs> and and <laughs> it, it looks like the ring. You're thinking, oh, he's going to propose, oh, and you've seen yes. his his uh, his would be fiance from the back. Yeah, right. And he pulls out, and what's in the box, Stephen? It says in the lid of the box, which would normally have a name of a store or that type of thing, it right. says lab-grown diamond. Lab, lab-grown diamond, which is so right. it's not a real diamond. And then no, eventually not, you... Not in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Th- then you then eventually you see that it's um, the, the woman he asked to marry him is a blow-up doll. Ah, it's a, not a, just yes. a blow-up doll, it's a blow-up sex doll. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> and, you know, the whole, the whole nine but, yards. I, there, I don't want to give away the end. They make no. love uh, rigorously uh, on the no. table. They, 
they do not they do not have a vigorous lovemaking session in the restaurant but there is a cameo appearance that's all i'm gonna yes, say there is a cameo but it, it's funny and it, it's it posted on youtube so anybody wants to look at it the name of the spot is hello dolly and, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll and grab a copy uh, of it and we'll stick it on the bottom oh, yes, social media thank platforms you. yes but there obviously you can look at uh, anything, you know, you can see everything, not only on YouTube, but anything, anybody links to our site to go to com. You could see all these types of things. But the funny thing is, at the end of the spot, it says, uh, it's not a real girl. Why do you need a real diamond? Sure. And right? um, <laughs> we, we have a whole series of these um, TV, radio, billboards, uh, national campaign going. Uh, but the thing that I, that I really wanted to express was, uh, this is not a sales pitch, uh, although I'm happy to talk my wares anywhere. And I'm, I'm so happy that you guys have me on is that for the last decade or so, um, the jewelry business has mistakenly or some, not all the jewelry business has mistakenly embraced, uh, lab grown diamonds. And what a lab grown diamond is very, um, quickly is it's made in a laboratory. There's a couple different processes and, um, it's, you know, 98% the same, you know, in the chemical makeup as a natural earthborn diamond, uh, that took, you know, millions, if not billions of years to form. But the thing is that anything that you can mass produce like that eventually becomes, um, you know, worth a lot less. And in this case, almost worthless. So we never have sold and we lost millions and millions of dollars in revenue and business, never sold these things. Um, people uh, mistakenly uh, were either gaslighted or tricked or misinformed um, or ill-advised at best, you know, to, to, to buy these things. And they're not a green option. They take more energy to make than um, regular natural earthborne diamonds. Uh, they're not eco-friendly. They're mostly made in uh, China and India that use coal to burn it. So that's it, it, not a sustainable situation. But the worst thing is they have no value, no intrinsic value. If you bought one of these things um, five years ago and it was uh, roughly 4500 and a natural earthborne diamond at that time was 5500 to 6000 so you may have saved you know a thousand or fifteen hundred bucks. If you bought it three years ago, it was roughly three thousand dollars for a one carat lab grown diamond, and the natural, like I said, is about fifty five hundred or so. So you may have saved twenty five hundred bucks. As of now, of August twenty twenty three, these things are selling somewhere between five hundred and twenty five hundred dollars. So. You may think you save money, but in my opinion, if it's dropped 90%, you know, you didn't save, you know, 20 or 30%, you lost 90%. Imagine if you bought a house a few years ago just to make easy numbers, $100,000, and you, you know, you put $20,000 down, you owe $80,000 mortgage, and you're paying it, everything's great. Now, three years later, five years later, that same house is selling for five grand or 10 grand. Wait a minute. Yeah. You're not going to feel too good. <laughs> good. That, right? Now, then your next door neighbor just bought the same house for $10,000 or $5,000 and you're, you have an $80,000 mortgage. So if you bought a, a lab grown diamond five or 10 years ago, that's essentially what happened. If you bought it, you spend 10 grand on it. It's worth now 500 bucks, 800 bucks. Um, and <laughs> if you bought a natural diamond, uh, especially from us, but from most stores, it's still going to be worth $10,000. Now, uh, when you made the commercial, did you uh, were you involved in picking the doll? 
Yes, uh, we we have. Now, did you have to go? I, I can't. I, I'm not going to reveal right now. I'll you... share with you off the air. But we have a series every week. We have a different commercial that we're going to roll out. Um, video commercials, and we have different radio commercials, and they get increasingly. Um, how can I say this? They, I don't know. If I, they get increasingly worse or incre- increasingly better, depending on your uh, outlook on the thing. But, <laughs> but were you involved? Uh, did you have to go to a store and pick out the doll, or were you able? No, to- we had it. We we had it shipped in. Um, but I did have one of my guys had to go there. We have one with a mannequin in it. Um, and he had to pick up this life-size nude mannequin like they use like in a department store and carry it out to his car. And I just, I, I, I had nothing to do with it, but I just said, I can only picture people watching this guy carrying this, what looks like a, a sex doll because it's naked out to his car and putting it in the seat next to him and the seatbelt and driving it home and explaining to his wife why he has this thing. Oh, it's for work, honey. You know? Yeah, sure. It's for work. You know, it's wow. <laughs> Yikes. But, uh, uh, well, you can see the, the, uh, doll that I'm talking about in the Hello Dolly ad. It's a promotional announcement for Steven Singer Jewelers. It's very funny, and I'm, I'm not going to give anything away, but I'm going to say there is a, a cameo. Let's put it that yes, way. There, in there this one, cameo, I don't know. Uh, but, will there be more cameos in any of the forthcoming uh, promotional um, announcements? I believe there will. Okay. Um, I, I believe there will, but the the funny thing is so my competition and jewelers all over the country and and believe it or not roughly 91% of jewelers uh across the country some of the fine stores like Tiffany and Van Cleef and Arpel and Cartier and Harry Winston and the upscale scores stores have completely stayed away and are all natural and you know they're all fine jewelers um and there's many many fine jewelers and there's uh, but roughly 91% of the jewelers in the United States are either selling uh, or promoting lab-grown diamonds. And we've been obviously opposed to that. But all of my competition, everybody around me sells lab-grown. We are the only, we're in an island by ourselves. So we have giant banners outside the store now that say, you know, we're going to give you a lab-grown diamond for free. So anybody buys any diamond engagement ring, any price, a five, five $600 engagement ring gets a, a one-carat, a full one-carat lab-grown diamond for free next door to me or down the street or around the corner or around the corner from you they're selling like i said for anywhere between 500 and 4500 bucks right now what's the biggest selling item uh in uh, the uh, jewelry i assume is a really seasonal business um, well is, is what season's coming here is this the back to school well, jewelry season <laughs> This we sell like a lot of fun jewelry for summer, a lot of anklets and mm-hmm. those those types of things, and little like layered necklace, like the real little thin chains with with a little um, like a little heart or a little butterfly, those type of things that people can layer are very very popular and do very very well. Um, obviously, we're a diamond store and an engagement ring store, so we sell engagement rings all year round, and they never go out of style, thank God. Um, but there are seasons, you know, for for different items. But right now, anklets layered chains like thin little layer chains the guys are wearing have going back they're wearing like big heavy link chains and link bracelets and things uh it's like back to the future like the 70s again i'm, I'm looking forward um, to the return of the a... dookie rope yes oh, oh boy <laughs> made famous by run dmc all right then yes, you'll have yes. to wear one Yes. Oh, no, well, I'm just looking we... forward to see other people wearing mm-hmm. yes i um, do you have a problem in your own life uh be, if you bring home, oh, I have many. I mean, I mean, but if you, if you bring home jewelry, is it like that's that's all I'm going to get? <laughs> no, my wife has she. My wife is a genius, and she has tricked me into what happens is 
she wants jewelry, but it's too easy for me. Right. So I always have to get other things. I have to get a pocketbook. I have to, That's get, what I was... I have to find something else. So I have to get the jewelry. She, doesn't, she still wants it. Doesn't want it. You know, that doesn't matter. That's easy. But now I have to get two gifts in order to. So you have to you have to put the put the bracelet inside the Mercedes. Right. I, I have to go go to the pocketbook store. Say, what's the most expensive, useless pocketbook you have? <laughs> then put. Then take that thing. I would just go like to Walmart and get a hundred dollar pocketbook and tape hundred dollar bills the outside of it. But my wife will not deal with that. Nope. So I go to the pocketbook <laughs> store, which I will remain nameless. Mm-hmm. I say, what's the most useless, expensive pocketbook? and matching wallet that you have then i get that and then i have to put the jewelry inside it in a steven singer box inside the pocketbook Ah, but for everybody else everybody else can do the opposite exactly they can get the walmart bag with steven stuff in it well thanks steven best of luck we look forward to seeing the next commercial yes thanks so much for having me on and i will uh, i'll send you some previews okay great all right check them out guys thanks so much all right have a great day see you buddy can't say who there's a there's a there's a cameo that's yes i've watched the commercial uh we have to uh turn it back over to uh chick mcgee no that's it oh we're done with our sports ready to go to news because we have a story involving the iphone i know you're a big fan well okay that's uh that's on the way, so uh, let's just I get right to that one. I think he wants to go to uh, the, the iPhone. iPhone. Yeah, I, I got that chick. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Location of Apple's call end button is set to slightly move with the latest update. The end button currently sits in a center position towards the bottom of the screen, but with iOS 17, which unofficial or actually officially launches in the fall, that red icon is going to move to the right, hmm. and other features will move down to join it. Some see the change as potentially frustrating, as muscle memory might lead to different buttons being pressed when trying to end a call. The update includes other changes, such as swapping the mute and speaker buttons. iOS 17 is set to bring an array of new features to you Apple customers, including improved autocorrect, a new journal app, and live voicemail transcription with the ability to pick up an answer as someone is leaving a message. Yeah, the... The big red button, I don't. It, I think as the iPhone ages, it's moving to the right, much like people oh, here, do. Here we go. Uh. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I paid my taxes. All of a sudden, he's on Meet the Press. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever push the red button, Dad? You never hang up phone calls. You know you can hang up. What do you mean? He's right. You don't do hang up. Do you not know how? Up. I don't think he does know how. I don't think he does either. You know either. the big red button at the bottom when you look down at your phone and when you're talking to somebody? Yeah. If you push that, it disconnects the call. Well, yeah. I can't keep talking. Well, you hate to talk on the phone. But what after uh, you've said, uh, you know how you hang up a call. You know how you... Okay, yeah, well, uh, I w- yeah, I'll see you in the morning. All right, yeah, right, right okay. Yeah, I got uh-huh. to take, take this. Uh, yeah, I got to go. Okay. Well, uh, I th- thought this was interesting. I thought you're an avid iPhone user. Why are you looking at me? Everybody has the iPhone, I think, in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, switching the mute and speaker seems kind of evil. That like those, does seem those are evil. literally just switching places. If you muscle memory mute uh-huh. instead, hey, this guy's a real jerk, and instead it's on speaker. Uh-huh. That's not going to go well for that you. That is not going to. What's go the well. logic of that? Keep you on your toes. I mean, did they <laughs> did they study hand motion and they realized that more people were using this button than that one, and they want to make it more convenient? I have no idea, Mister Roosevelt, sir. Okay, just ask. Are you so? We'll I'm see. sure some R and D went into all these decisions <clears throat> for sure. Okay, well, am we'll I the one with the oldest phone? I have a ten. Yes. Yeah, I have a seven. Oh, okay. You you're gonna have a lot of problems in the fall. Did you read the article? 
No. You need to update because none of a lot of your apps and things won't work on the Buy new system. Buy him a phone, Tom. Ace's okay. iPhone is so old it has a rotary. How weird is that? <laughs> that is weird. Oh, they <laughs> yeah. Don't give me the voice. Come on. We love the voice. <laughs> the voice is a fun thing. It's not a negative it's a thing. Saver. It's a, I don't it's want to ever stop the voice. Love the voice. <laughs> A two-prong plug into the, <laughs> the steam machine of dude. We love um, the voice. Well, well, so we'll see. And then what, what is the uh, calendar? The, the next one's coming out in a couple months, right? In September. What's the latest one? I can't even keep track. Is the current one the 13 or the 14? 14. 14. So that's the new one, the four iPhone 14. And, the current, and I just did this, so I updated my software yesterday, and the current one's 16.6, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And so the new one will be a 17.0. All right. The well, update. Okay. The new phone. operating system. You don't have to yeah. worry yes, about it Yes, the new yet. operating system. You, you kept saying in the fall during the during that story. So, yeah, you don't have to worry about it yet. Right. Okay. It's coming right. out in well, the fall. Well, thanks. What else is happening over there? Tampa Mayor Jane Castor made a $1.1 million catch while fishing in the Florida Keys. A woman mayor. And it wasn't a trophy fish. And the reason I didn't give this to Chick is Husband because... That's how it works. Yeah. Any woman married, the husband was mayor, died, and now the woman has to oh, pretend. Do I have to kick you in the balls? How to run a city. Well, you could hit him. Uh, it's, it's great. That's actually how they do it in England. That is wacky as anything, man. That is as wacky as anything. I apologize, Mayor Castor. Uh, it wasn't a trophy fish. It was actually cocaine. Oh, she's an awful person, and you just apologized for her. <laughs> For you, bad mouthing someone you don't even know. Oh, CNN. That's called comedy. Yeah. <laughs> CNN reports Castor was fishing with her family when they spotted and hauled in a package. Was she trolling or was she a troller or a caster? caster? Sorry. <laughs> Had to do it. The package contained 70 pounds of cocaine. Her office said Castor, a former police chief, saved the location of the fine, contacted the Monroe County Sheriff's Office to report the drugs. Border Patrol agents with the Miami sector then took custody of the narcotics, which had an estimated street value of approximately 1.1 mil. It was a blowfish. Blowfish. <laughs> the blow, the, the slang. Somewhere, blowfish. Somewhere Marion Barry's going, I should have used that excuse. I, I found it while I was fishing. <laughs> and, uh, it said, I didn't dump this overboard. Well, they found, found it right there in Hialeah, right next to Miami, you know. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hialeah, what a beautiful oh. name that is. Do you have a song favorites. for that? Cocaine washed up on the shore in Hialeah. Selling it on the streets is a bad idea. If you find it, call the cops ASAP. Cocaine washed up on the shores in Hialeah. I met a girl in Key West named Maria. <laughs> Made love on the beach, got gonorrhea. <laughs> Ate a Cuban sandwich, got diarrhea. Cocaine washed up on the shore in Hialeah. Right next to Miami. <laughs> well, that's a sweet. So when song. you get to, to heaven, Pat, how do you how do you explain that one? How do I explain everything? <laughs> <laughs> So let me see. You took Michael, row your boat ashore, and uh, what did you sing now? <laughs> Diarrhea? Is that right? That's the least of my words. <laughs> well, uh, coming up, what do you got, Christy? Coming up, have you ever had sex at the movies? Well, we're going to talk about that in a theater. Uh, I don't think I have. Mm. I miss the movies. Oh, yeah. nope. I go to see the movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, do they count? No, like, I have not. Full on Wilbur sex, or is it not just no. a I mean, Not just sex. making out doesn't count. Well, I mean, there well, are other things you can do besides a theater. <laughs> well, we'll find out because Josh, you spent a lot of time in theaters because you worked as an usher. That's right uh, at a movie theater. Yeah, well, no, he was in the movies. You've heard him talk about his background. I was in the cinema business. Yeah, well, that's cut film. He well, it was up to him. We'll find out when we come back if you ever uh, took one of the uh, saucy young vixens who were making popcorn and a less popular <laughs> movie. Go and uh, check out. The, uh, uh, you'll find out. Butter up the old... Uh, <laughs> butter in the corn? <laughs> we'll, butter in the butt. Ah, it's hot. That's hot hey. butter. <laughs> no salt. Uh, we'll find out about that when we come back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Get a look at today's show on our YouTube channel. Q95.com. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. Uh, Willie Griswold is here. Hey. There's Josh Arnold. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. We've been talking about uh, AI um, here and there and uh, various aspects of uh, these robots that can write and uh, sing um, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, there's been some concern that they um, may be getting really close to... Uh, well, for example, we did a thing in which uh, someone took my voice and uh, had it read uh, some typed script that I n- did not read, and it was it sounded just like me reading it. Well, this can also be done in the world of singing, and uh, I'm going to play a couple things for you here, and I want you to see what what exactly i'm talking about uh here's a uh this was a, a big hit a while back uh, called barbie girl do you remember this one is that aqua yeah very good aqua yes. barbie girl uh, obviously uh, a limited audience for that and uh, now with the whole Barbie phenomenon and the movie and everything, it's, it's circulating again. This is um, a different version of that song. And this is fake, by the way. This is not the artist that it sounds like. But this is done with AI. Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Laughing's blaster, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go party, cause I'm in a Barbie world. There you go. So, what is the purpose of this? Um, it, I think the purpose. I mean, of- I like that one better, but that's just me, I think. But the purpose is... No, that is better. Oh, it is better, (laughs) for sure. The purpose is to illustrate that uh, what you hear may be fake. And why a lot of people are striking right now to keep that from happening. Now, um, are you familiar with uh, Hank Williams, the the elder? Of course. Not Hank Hank Jr. I worked country radio early in my career. Um. Certainly a, 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 a classic artist of Americana. Didn't he do I'm So Lonesome I Could Die or something like that? Isn't that yeah, his, sure. one of his big hits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, uh, 
a guy has uh, done a version of a, a so what would be considered, I think, a classic hip hop song uh, called "Straight Out of Compton." As Hank uh, Williams. Yeah. Well, here's here's the real Hank. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Never cared for the uh, personally. Never cared for the vocal. But yeah, it, it's an acquired taste. A little nasally, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I like. It. I think if you're drunk, you like it more. I think. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but I, uh, you know, which has its own genius quality, as a writer. I, I think it could be. Uh, here is a uh, is, here's the straight out of Compton version of the of uh, Mr. Williams. This is not, of course, the real Hank Williams. He's just, Straight out of Compton, crazy mother named Ice Cube. From the gang called Fellers with Attitudes. When I'm called off, I got a sold off. Squeeze the trigger and bodies are hold off. You too, boy, if you're with me. The police are gonna have to come and get me off your ass. That's how I'm going out. For the pump mother showing out. When I'm in your neighborhood, you better duck. Cause Ice Cube is crazy as As I leave, believe I'm something I'm coming straight out of Compton oh, That's amazing. That is amazing. That is. And um, uh, I, I love the way that uh, this has been uh, censored with the horses, etc. And uh, what oh, is it? Uh, and the fellas with an attitude. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, it, but it's it's all out there. You got, you're gonna, we're going to have to be super careful of what, and, and of course it can be done with spoken word. Of course. So now when you hear tapes of people who are recording, you're going to wonder if that's really him or if that's AI. And I guess the uh, the ability to determine what is what is also very difficult. Uh, I, I guess there are engineers that are now experts in saying, listen, taking something and going, yeah, this is real and this isn't real. So, all right. How do they know? Uh, they uh, have uh, apparently very sophisticated programs that can, mm. can detect it, but it's going to be tough. And, it's, and this stuff is getting better and better. We just started playing around with it a few months ago, and it's been around for several years, and it's getting better every day. But uh, once again, here's Hank Jr. doing Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton, crazy mother named Ice Cube. From the gang called Fellers with Attitudes. Oh, God, that's funny. Fellers with an attitude. All right, Christy, you, what have you, you got? Uh, you asked me earlier what was what movie do I watch most? Yeah, somehow, and I said Constantine. Uh-huh. Well, this gentleman uh, just sent us an email. His name's Lane. Uh, hey, Bob and Tom, you guys were talking about movies this morning. I had to share my favorite pointless movie. It's called Rubber. I, Josh and I have talked about Rubber. Yes. Josh, would you care to tell everyone what rubber is about? It's about a tire that rolls around on its own, and uh, when one stares at it, it stares back, and your head explodes. <laughs> it's a murderous tire. That's what Lane says. It's about a tire that rolls through towns and destroys everything and rolls out into the next town. You sat and watched that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he said, this, this, it's definitely a movie that makes you think, why did I just watch this? <laughs> There is a large, a large, yeah. There's a large community of treadheads out there. People that just love this movie. Oh Ah. man! man. And they're called treadheads. Oh yeah, they go to the cons, the conventions. Interesting. How many daggone? Out of curiosity, how do you you beat a tire? I don't remember if they Mm. defeated it or not. Dave, is it um, any product placement? I mean, is it uh, Firestone? If you look up the cover, uh, I know the the video uh, cover for the movie is is just the tire, 
and it's uh, from a, <laughs> from a nice angle, and it says rubber. That's, oh, there's no name brand. It's, no, it's not like a Continental or a Goodyear or Firestone. It just and it just rubber. gets up one day. It just, it it just, just is lying up. on the side of the road. Yeah. Lying on the side of the road. gets up and goes. And then there's a group of people in the desert watching it as though they're watching a movie. It's very pretentious and weird. Huh. Yeah. That to make it, did they have to just have guys right off camera heaving tires? Potentially, yeah. But then it also kind of stops and turns a there's little bit. Uh, and there's this some... before CGI, so it from, was yeah. the, from the time, it's pretty sophisticated it's special practical. effects. What yeah. year was this uh Oh, boy. Epic what, 70s? 70s? No, it's, oh, it's oh, is new. It oh, is it newer? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was from the but 70s. Maybe, what, give me a guesstimate. 15 years ago, I'll say. So it was a good year. I <laughs> <laughs> set you up. There it is. I didn't think anybody go for it. I was trying there. <laughs> and once uh, again, this last conversation wasn't really us. It was all AI. AI. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So don't think we're stupid. Okay. Oh, wow. That, that just blows my mind. 2010. Yeah. Johnny Cash. Thing. Was it really 2010? Mm. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was a lot... A lot earlier. It kind of looks, it has that look. Huh. Now, uh, Ace, what movie have you watched the most? Oh, Fast Times. Uh, okay. No kidding. It's not That's a bad, bad choice. One. Two more Cokes? We all know mine. Yeah, I do. You Breakfast at Tiffany's. Well, no, well Roadhouse. Oh. You're talking about, yeah, I mean, that's on TV every week, at least. Got to watch it when okay, well, you stop on uh, it. Full disclosure, never watched it. What? Good. Never watched it's Roadhouse. Fun. Let's have a Roadhouse party. Pass. <laughs> I mean, you guys, that sounds like a great idea. I feel like I'm going to come down with something, but you guys, yeah, that's, yeah. let's have a roadhouse. Willie, what have you watched the most, do you think? Uh, probably The Dark Knight, the second one, the Heath Ledger one. Love it. Boy, Josh. if there's any better shot with Heath Ledger standing there with the Joker mask in the street. Yeah. And he just, oh my God. The and him, great, and him yeah. standing on the... Uh, Whatever building in Gotham and the, the big crane, the Nolan crane shot, flying crane. Yeah. Awesome. Sorry, Pat, what's your favorite movie? Uh, actually, The Jazz. It's not my favorite. Uh, the one I've seen the most is The Jazz Singer because it was on a loop. With at, Neil Diamond? At the MGM Grand uh, Hotel. Wow. The one with Neil Diamond? Yeah, it was on Channel 73, and every time I'd come back in the room, I'd have it on, and it'd be in a different scene, and I'd seen it a million times. Ah, uh, Papa. Ah, Papa. Uh, Okay, well, uh, Josh, what do we determine for you? Oh, Face Invaders 3. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out what that means coming up. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Just got to get a hold of us? Call, fax, mail, or email. Get all the contact information you need at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, chick. Pat Godwin and I are going to do a, a bit from our old nightclub act here in just a minute, so stay Absolutely. tuned for that. Uh, there's there's Willie Griswold. There's, uh, there's uh, Josh Arnold. Hello. There's uh, Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. And we were talking, uh, it seems like we were talking all morning about our, the, the movies we watch most often for no reason, but these are the ones we watch most often. It's just often. a movie that every time it comes on, you watch, you, or you Or I seek it out. I'll start it. I'll, I'll go, I'll watch this for a little while. It's Constantine with Keanu Reeves. And I've never seen I've that. I've never even heard of it. I can't, I can't explain it. What's it about? Uh, supernatural and death. Oh, and okay. And so, like uh, yeah, so I'm going to hate it. But uh, uh, <laughs> Josh, you said your movie you watched over and over again is... Uh... Face Invaders 3. Yeah, that's the one with... Uh... <laughs> Who's in that? Jewel Denial and uh... wait, wait, wait. He said Face Invaders. Three. Yeah, I, oh, I see. This is a pornographic movie. This is a. Uh, this is a. Erotic, if I haven't seen er- Face Invaders one and two, will I totally up? lost? Yeah. Oh, really? It's like no. watching Return of the King without. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I'm sorry. So, this this uh, this uh, uh, what do you call the, an actress in the world of pornography? 
An actress. A porn star? A porn yeah. star? Okay. Because, by the way, you always hear about porn stars. Mm-hmm. Do the character actors in porn ever get any credit? <laughs> You never hear that. Oh, yeah, this is uh, right. this is uh, you know Johnny Seaman. You, he's not really a star. He's right, right. I tell you what, his characterization he's sort of the M. Emmett Walsh. Yes, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you may remember he was the bartender in, uh, in in Twelve Inches Deep. I don't know if you saw that. Who's this, Johnny Seaman? He's amazing. <laughs> he is good. But Pat's reminded me of something. What what movie did you say you watched? A uh, jazz singer because it jazz was on a loop at the MGM Grand when was I working there. when I first met Pat at uh, Zany's in Nashville. We were talking talking backstage about how funny unintentionally the neil diamond jazz singer was. <laughs> really? and you go ahead do the line pat do the line it's, i think it's a but papa i want to sing <laughs> and then, but, wow. and then uh, uh what the actor who's i can't think of the greatest actor in the history of the uh, world. Olivier, Olivier. olivier's in it and olivier looks at <laughs> neil diamond and says i have no son <laughs> I still I've got to see it. It is. It's amazing. It's really terrible. <laughs> I, I have no son. It's just. No it's just awful. Papa, I want to sing. Before we before we get back, to, I do want to so say um, in the news. Uh, sadly, uh, Robbie Robertson from That's the band right. uh, has died, and um, I bring it up now because he famously uh, uh, produced a Neil Diamond album, and in the in the great movie, The Last Waltz. Sure. Uh, and he did a there's lot. There's an awkward situation where Neil Diamond it doesn't really fit in that group, but he kind of comes out. Remember you know why Robbie Robertson yeah. died? Why? Because Levon Helm did. <laughs> well, Another Levon. thing he stole from Levon Helm. Uh, I'm standing by that. I don't care if he did die. He passed away yesterday Levon in Los Helm. Angeles at the age of 80. He stole his essence. He stole his lyrics. He st- never mind. Whatever he did, they all did awesome, awesome work. Yeah, they did, and he did a lot of work with Scorsese on soundtracks. Scorsese for seemed to favor him to leave on. Oh didn't he? yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. where it was. That's just that, the, the the those guys stopped getting along, and in the 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 band known as the band after a few really great albums, they were they had um, several of the players, or three of them anyway, had terrible serious drug problems. Oh, oh yeah. Robbie Robertson is um, doing the soundtrack for that upcoming Killers of the Flower Moon movie, too. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie okay. has a terrific book. I, I what is, is it called? Testimony or Testify? Or, I, something like that. I, I read it last year, and there's one hilarious scene where Robbie Robertson was a, a kid. Uh, his mother was a, a, a of Native heritage, and his father was actually killed before he was born as real dad. But, but he drops out of high school, joins this rock band in the late 50s. So he's just steeped in road and on the road and rock and roll. But they finally get together as the band, and uh, before they're known at all, they're touring, and they're playing this sort of sleazy bar. And they get there, and there's no roof on the place, and their equipment. They have to make sure that they have to sleep there so it doesn't get wet at night. And it turns out the bar was owned by a guy named Jack Ruby. Mm-hmm. The Jack Ruby, it turns mm. out, but it's, it's a bunch of great stories about his life in his book. I highly, I highly recommend it. Are now, you saying Robbie Robertson had something to do with killing Kennedy? No, no I'm is. just saying that Jack, yeah. Jack Ruby, pretty much owned a really sleazy bar, uh, among many others. You now, know who else went to that bar? Who? Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm-hmm. Ah, he was right. a doorman. Ah, oh, yeah. the there. Summer '62. Look it up. Clay Bertrand. Today's show has been weird, and it started off, and I don't know why with a discussion of um, the various techniques that men use at the urinal, because we had someone discussing having a shy bladder. Right. We talked about various ways to pee, et cetera, et cetera. 
And uh, I'm not just reading this because this guy is from Michigan. <laughs> but it helps. I'm accused but, but of that often. Help. But well, it, I, I think people just say they're from Michigan now to get you know, their emails read. Yeah, and we, yeah, didn't, exactly. we didn't come up with you talking about Michigan all the time. You talk about Michigan all the time. And we would, people would turn on their, and they go, why aren't those people saying anything about him talking about Michigan all the time? <laughs> they would wonder. They would wonder what the hell's wrong with everybody back. else. You haven't been we, back in a while, haven't you? Why don't we talk about California? Why don't you go or, to Michigan well, yeah, move. and zoom in every you, morning and leave us alone? You heard about next summer, didn't you? Uh, oh, I know. I'm not reading this letter just because this guy is from Michigan. <laughs> okay, all right. Out. As if it well, never well, He goes, uh, this is from Greg. He says, Sounds I like got a Michigan name to me. I got rid of my shy bladder. I oh. have been driving a freight train for 23 years. I own cocaine. The bathrooms are so disgusting, I regularly jump out of the seat and go out the back door and pee at full miles per hour. Wow. That's cool. Full speed. That him. would be really fun. I well, could not do that. Unless well, somebody in the dining car has the window down. <laughs> He's on. <laughs> But you know, there's a platform out there to step on. He's on a freight It's not train. like he's standing on a bumper, you weirdo. Man, you'd think you would have blowback. Bl- no. uh, bladder shyness trying to pee off of a speeding train. I don't train. know what Wouldn't the... Wouldn't it blow back into your face? I don't know what the wind situation would be behind something going hang, 60 hang miles away. What? Would someone tell the girl how to pee off of a moving he's vehicle? The, he's at the end of the train, so I just go behind him. He doesn't go all the way back to the caboose, right? Well, no, he just goes no. off the end of his yeah, car. Right. Yeah, right. So he doesn't go all so the way to the end of the train, does so he? So the, the air could be swirling, and it could sure. come back in his back. Yeah, it could but be back he's in, in the direction that the train is moving. <laughs> yeah, you go the, the other. No, the air has to be on the side. But the... Unless he's peeing in between a car and the yeah, engine. Yeah, he is. He's going to the he back. Is. The train goes forward, the air comes around here, and he's standing here, and then there's he's more cars. He's going to the right. back of the of the... Of the the engine, the he's locomotive. But he's not going to the very back of the train. No, no, that, that would be, be stupid. That, that would take a long time, and would and he to, would be in a James Bond movie. He'd have to get on the roof like yeah. he's in uh, <laughs> Spielberg. Film. Um, now, Christy, you'd enjoy this. We used to go um, sailing in a uh, area of Harbor Springs, Michigan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? And uh, my friend wow. Paul had a really nice old wooden boat. Of course, oh, he did. Oh, mm-hmm. And we'd go out there, and occasionally there might, might be some ladies with yeah. us. Go ahead. Some brilliant, brilliant engineer, a great man. Mm-hmm. Um, Too good for everybody. And uh, he would have a... Uh, he, Made he would, whites only signs in his he, spare time. None of this is true. He would put knots in a rope and he would throw it off the back of the boat. And yeah. The ladies had the option if they had to pee mm-hmm. or jump. They could jump into the lake. Sure. Because this boat did not have a head, did right. not have a bathroom on board. No head on that boat? Are you sure about that? No. Well, I that happened. No, 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 I you could slip into the bay and then hang on to this line and go thusly. Right. Or you could grab one of the wires. Can you uh, imagine an, wires. Af- an afternoon with him and one of his buddies on this boat? Those people just hang off the ladder girls, on the boat, these right? Girls are basically being kidnapped. <laughs> Did the boat not have a ladder? That's how you normally go. You just hang off the ladder. Well, this is a sailboat. It's in motion. Uh, but it was really kind of fun. I bet, man. For the most part, uh, the ladies would just kind of crouch on the edge and let her rip. (laughs) What? You'd watch it trickle. Oh, I mean... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the nice letter, Greg. We certainly appreciate it. Yes, Greg. Glad things are in there. We also have a a correction. Go blue. (laughs) Um, I was listening yesterday. You were talking about Hedy Lamar. Oh. Hedy. Did you see this letter? 
No. Good, good documentary. Uh, because I was waiting for one of you to yell out, that's Hadley. Oh. <laughs> you missed a joke from a classic well, movie. Well, we want to explain that? We uh, would have had we been talking about Harvey Korman in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> but, but we, we were not. talking yeah. about. I did it when the mics were off. I did it in a break. But, oh, there you go. Yeah. We were talking about Hedy Lamar, the go. actress, who there's a documentary about. And Hedley that's Lamar is the great Harvey Korman in Blazing Saddles. Just, he has to keep correcting. Uh, said that. Everyone, <laughs> and then it, that they call that back in History of the World Part One. He's his character is Count De Monet, and they keep calling him Count De Money. <laughs> De Monet, that's so great. Actually, Visual. Mel uh, Mel Brooks is in the Hedy Lamar documentary for a bit, and he said I had every intention. I was coming to Hollywood to marry Hedy Lamar. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to do. Yeah. Wow. Um, now. Uh, coming up, we'll give you the teaser, Christy. I know we got Al Jackson up next. Well, we're going to talk about sex in the movie theater. Have yeah. you ever done that? Hi. Ice cream served in a most disgusting way. If you have a food allergy, there might be some interesting science down the road that could help you. And the more you walk, the lower your risk of death. Huh, unless you're walking uh, toward a lion. <laughs> <laughs> or a locomotive. Or a speeding train. Or out okay. in the traffic. Or, or, like toward a lion. Or a okay. I'm going to go that way. Put the blindfold on. Spin me around. Don't tell me if I'm getting close to the edge of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> okay. Um, right now it's quiz time once again. Um, and uh, Christy, I'm going to have you do two roles in this. Okay. Okay. You can be your husband, Andrew. Yes, he's a 100. Oh. I guess I haven't uh, asked the question. Yet. He's I at one hundred on every level, Tom. I guess I'm out. <sighs> I just thought I'd get more cooperation this way. Okay, I'll try it the old way. Chick McGee, what is your sleep number bed sleep number setting? I have less and less to say to you every day. <laughs> <laughs> or my answer could be a hundred. I'm not sure. And I like a, f- a firm mattress. Thank Tom. you. Yeah. The same as my new husband, Andy. Okay. Now, uh, is that why you picked him? Because he has the same sleep number as Chick. Uh-huh. Oh, that's one of the many reasons. Okay, yes, thank of you very much for playing along. Uh-huh. Uh, your sleep number setting is what? Mine's very different. I like a 35. That which means is your side of the bed is... Uh, softer. Yes, yes. that's simple. The sleep number people, they have perfected adjustable firmness. Years ago, someone said, wait a minute. What if I don't want that firm mattress that I tried out at the store? When I get home, I want it to be different. Well, now you can. They've got this down. We've been talking about it for years because they've perfected it. Also, lots of other stuff going on with sleep number beds. Special things for your neck, your shoulder, your back, your hips, beds that move up and down, um, uh, temperature controls, all kinds of things. Find out which bed is best for you by visiting your sleep number store. And to prove how smart you are when it comes to smart beds, it's a smart time to shop because this is it. This is the big sale, 50% off the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed right now. And special financing is available. Fine naked? Did I say fine naked? You did. I'm sorry. You can sleep in your bed closed or fine naked. I apologize sincerely. Uh, I meant to say special financing is available for a limited time. But if you come in naked, you're going to get a better rate. (laughs) Coming in naked offer void everywhere. It's the Sleep Number Bed. Once again, special financing. Ask the store for the details. Find the store by going to sleepnumber.com slash btshow. That's sleepnumber.com slash btshow. We're coming back with the very handsome Al Jackson. This is the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. You, you could have bought 30 goldfish, probably 50 goldfish. Christy, it's about, it's about the adventure, Christy. All right. There's Pat Godwin. <laughs> tell you this. Go buy some goldfish, get some little bowls and ping pong well, balls, and have them do it at home. <laughs> yeah. 
Willie Griswold's here. Hello, I'll play Willie. beer pong with her if you want me to. There that you go. It's fun. good. <laughs> It's a, good, it's a good life lesson. Josh Arnold's here. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick, and here's Tom. Do you have a Thank ping pong much. table? Um, Not anymore. Oh. I had one. What I happened? One. They come get it? Yeah. I forget. Yeah, I repossess that. You miss a payment. Wrong color. Oh, I just forgot. Oh, it was to blue a, instead of green? Gave it to a friend, and I forget what happened. You know, I ran at the TV during the heydays of renting things. Yeah. Oh, man. RTO? Uh, I don't know. There were a bunch of rent-to-own places back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> four times the cost. <laughs> <laughs> right, it ended up costing you four grand. But the key was no credit check. That's right. Yes. I <laughs> know. Uh, we're going to uh, check in with uh, Al Jackson. Oh, Al's wearing his bucket hat for oh. you, Tom. Let me tell you something. I don't want any bucket hats on the sidelines. I don't want any sunglasses. Did you hear about this, Al? No. Okay, well, go no, ahead and tell him. just a man wearing um, a bucket hat that, at 6 a.m. Well, uh, Sean Payton, the new coach of the Broncos, right yeah. down the street uh, there, Al, uh, he says uh, he doesn't, uh, during preseason games, he doesn't want people taking off their uniforms. He doesn't <laughs> want them talking to, uh, having interviews on the sidelines. He doesn't want anybody wearing sunglasses. And then Sean Payton said, I don't want anybody wearing those Gilligan hats, <laughs> is what Sean Payton called them. <laughs> and evidently un- unaware of the term bucket hat so that's what he was yeah, talking about yeah i do kind of like calling them gilligan hats better and i like that he's he's going 80 87 Lon- tom landry over here oh yeah, yeah. like look yeah. we're gonna do it i do like that old coaches from like the 50s and 60s used to dress like tax attorneys on the sideline i it didn't kinda, mind that yeah i kind of like i that. really like well yeah. i i tom like landry. that era anyway yeah, yeah. Who was the guy for the uh, the Chiefs? Was that Hank Stram? Hank Stram, yeah. yeah. They'd wear a, yeah, they'd wear a suit. Light. Pump it in there, Lenny. Yeah. Pump it in there, Lenny. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Al, do you find it uh, at all humorous that uh, baseball managers are in uniform? It's strange, but it's so dirty down there, you would look insane. In a coat like, and tie? <laughs> yeah, you have to kind of, you kind of got to mix it up with the players and it also like it, it'd be weird if like a guy in a three piece suit was standing on a mound with a guy in a uniform. Yeah, you yet like pulling him for a lack of quality pitches. You don't want to get so, dip yeah, spit I'm, on your pocket square. It's a weird look. Yeah, we need to put a guy on this. When did they stop wearing like coats and ties? NFL coaches. When did that stop? I mean, I remember when I was a kid, they wore coats and ties. Like Ali Sherman. Do you think Madden kind of like was the first kind of like frumpy? coach like didn't he wear like uh polos and kind of you know mm, tight fitting pants I, I think he wore a tie every now i think he was uh one of the time maybe wearers. he was a tie guy yeah now, most of the teams now have relatively casual but they wear matching sansa belts or whatever i don't think they're sansa belts but they're probably <laughs> what a nice, is a sansa uh, belt nice, uh, a sansa oh, belt is like a, is a hideous double knit pant that uh, uh they were the, the you didn't need a belt. I never, of course, owned a, a pair. I did, they were just there for me to mock. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was that was the whole deal. Are those the pants that like Ike Turner used to wear? I, um. Yeah. Kind. Yeah. I think so. I think what you where it almost looked like they didn't have a zipper or a button on the yeah. front. It yeah. was almost like the waist trainers you see now uh, <laughs> right. on yoga pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they had yeah. like a double clip as a belt on the pants. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. Now, yeah. Al, do you? You're on TV, of course. Uh, Daily yes, Blast Live, and you always dress very well. We've Thank talked. You. We've talked about this before. Your dad was an attorney, and uh, yes. we've talked about the different ways uh, attorneys of different backgrounds dress. 
to this day. Um, do you uh, dress casually, uh, and then when you go to work, put on the coat and tie, and do you keep all your stuff there? Uh, I usually bring my suit home, so I, I, I wear it to work, and, uh, you know, that way I don't have to take it back and forth to dry cleaning, but it's, it is different, and, and I can, t- like, moving around during the day in a suit and tie rather than being dressed down. People treat you differently. Of course they do, yeah. And And you know what, Christy? The women that look at you are different. Like when you're kind of dressed down, you just either look like you have the flu or you're unemployed. <laughs> and when when you have a suit and tie on, people, there's a lot of single women out there, single people. I think they're like, here's a man that's at least upright and working. Yeah. And it's a different kind. It's a, it's not the same. It's not the like the wild chick, but it's the chick that's like, hey, look, I got two kids, but I make money, too. You want to. Yeah. Coming in this nest here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it make you feel better about yourself when you're dressed that way too? It, it I, honestly it does. Yeah. It it just gives you a little bit more like I'm not one to be like that's that's the it, it's a weird thing where you're always like do they really not have it or do they not want me? We're like, "Oh, we don't have a seat near the window. We can put you near the kitchen." And you're like Maybe they don't, but maybe they just don't. Maybe I just don't look the part. But when you have a suited tie on, your room is ready at the hotel. You know, when you get there at three, you're ready to check in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you go places, it's, it's, uh, we are visual creatures. Yeah. And I think like when people see whatever we've established as like signs of uh, being, uh, an upright adult, like people treat you the, the same, I guess. I don't With know. With respect, maybe? With respect, how do you like a do you like a man in a suit or a man in a uniform? Oh, they're both very fine. Yeah. <laughs> now, would you, if I you like st- a man who, who takes if, care of himself? If you were seeing yes. Al for the first time, yes, right now in this outfit, <laughs> I, 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 you, I know what you really think. I would like probably look another way. Mm-hmm. You're that Al. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know Al. I know nothing about him. I just walk by him on the street looking like that. I would just say, oh, okay, there's a guy. <laughs> if I see a guy with those glasses and that bucket cap, I'm like, oh, he's got weed gummies for sure. I'm going to uh, talk to that guy. Yeah, it could be that. Now, Tom, if you saw Al and you, uh, <laughs> a- after you, of course, crossed the street to look at <laughs> would you assume? <laughs> after you threw your decoy money clip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. And, and I think that uh, the elephant in the room here is... Um, Al has to dress a little bit differently because he's African American, and there are there you know people that you're going to be judged all the time. Absolutely. I mean, there's a oh yeah, it's a look. It is a thing. Every society has hierarchies, and you know this this is ours, and it's 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 a thing. And you can talk about whether it should be a thing or, but it is. And so the question is like, how are you going to navigate this world you've been handed? And, uh, you know, I was handed a pretty decent deck of cards. And uh, the, if this is what I got to deal with, unfortunately, I will. It'd be a, bit, a little bit better for my kids. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of how societies evolve. Now, when, so. you go to a, when you go to a, a, a ball game, do yes. you uh, – what attire – do you wear appropriate uh, jerseys or whatever? I, I, I usually wear like a, a rocky shirt and pants, and then I'll have on some fly shoes. Cool. Nice. Like fly today shoes. I got – what are flowers? Good, good looking shoes. Good looking cool. shoes. Oh, 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 oh I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, cool. I, I thought you meant that was. Oh, a... those are cool. Look at those Nikes. Those? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Forces? Those are, yeah, custom made Air Force Ones. 
So like uh, I would say with dudes, you don't want to look too like you have too much stuff on. I, I, I'll relay this uh, information as it was given to me by an old stylist, uh, this Russian woman named Lena, who I love. She was like, you want to have on two expensive things. Anything other than that, you look like the mannequin at the mall. You look crazy. I agree. But, you know, if you have on nice shoes, have on a nice belt or a nice watch, everything else, Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like that way you have like things that people look at. So usually it'll be my shoes and my watch. Interesting. I agree with that. If you want to rob me after the game. (laughs) Uh, Al Jackson is our guest. Al is one of the hosts of the Daily Blast Live. Al is one of my favorite people. He is uh, insightful. And um, Al and I grew up uh, about 2,000 yards apart in different eras. I'm, I will say that. Uh, so we, we have a, a couple things in common, and then at the same time, nothing in common. Um, now, Al, This could be happening at your one-man show, where the light lowers down on Tom. We were 2,000 yards apart, but miles away. My friend Al. My friend Al. But, I mean... Uh, you are black, I am white. Uh, there's, some yeah. pretty, there's some pretty funny regional stuff about this. First of all, I... I, I Al tells a story. He grew up in a place called Beechwood, Ohio, mm-hmm. which Got is license. which is um, uh, 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 predominantly uh, folks of the Jewish faith. Um, uh, about eighty-five percent Jewish in that neighborhood, yeah, I believe. Yeah, uh, and um, but you were um, an African American, uh, one of a few in that high school. I was at the time, and, and you were on, to you, stick with it. You were. <laughs> you were you Good were on the. I just. Too. I hope you know the story I'm trying to get to. You were on the basketball team, like. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> what happened? I well, I sat on the bench <laughs> uh, at a mostly Jewish high school, and I just felt like such a. I felt. I feel like I, this is the closest that anybody ever feel to what it's what it's like to be a bust number one draft pick. Where everybody's like, you're going to save the franchise. And they're like, oh, no, we've made a serious error. <laughs> We're giving away tickets at the gas station with a free fill-up. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a, you know, uh, who knew? They. I'll tell you this, though. Sitting on the bench time was so important for why I'm sitting here. Uh, just because sitting on the bench made me cold and bitter. And I think that's an important thing that people don't talk about. I'm driven by petty grievances. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me too. Al, that's we we have that yeah. in common. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have any pubic hair until I was 18. You, you wonder why I hate athletes? <laughs> yeah, I, bullied I to, by athletes. I had to be in the group shower. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. lord. Fortunately, well, things came around. And, way before OnlyFans. And I won. Um, uh, now, Al, um, it's very you, important ha- to get that in. Have, have you seen the Barbie movie? I have not. Yeah, I haven't yet I'm, either. Can you make that something you can do in the next week so we can talk about it? Yes, I would. Yes, ta- have go- they talked about it on your show? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, we have to because everybody's talking about it. I never thought forty-year-old uh, people would be talking about Barbies. It should be happening in a playpen. <laughs> but you know, I will. I I need to go see it just for work reasons. I just don't like. I'm a dude. I don't have time to be like, yeah, let me go look at this. I, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'll go see it. I saw the previews for it last year. I thought it, I thought the previews were funny, and I had no idea it would lead to this cultural referendum. Yeah, I, you know, I, I wish I'll it had stayed this, funny. Christy, oh, you you saw it? It oh, didn't yeah. stay funny, though? 
Well, oh, okay. I, okay. No, I Wait, take a okay. big shift and it gets kind of serious, which is great. It's got a great message, but I just enjoyed the funny, you know? It was, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, it's, it's what they're going to run into more and more also because, you know, you get on both sides because some of the kids' movies now, you as a parent, where you're like, I got to watch this movie. Like the, the kids' movies now are hilarious. So it's a, to adults. So sometimes I think the writers, getting in this thing where we need to make a movie for a 39-year-old and a 9-year-old. Yeah. And I think if they were just like, it'd just be like every, if you come see my show, which you should tonight in Fort Collins, glad I remembered that, yeah. uh, <laughs> at 8 o'clock, Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, Comedy Fort. Uh, I It's not that I don't talk about the, the Barbie movie or politics. It's just that like there's so much other stuff in life that I'm interested in. Gotcha. And I don't need, like, I do want to see the Barbie movie just because I have to and I'm curious, but I don't, I don't have time to watch a movie anyway. Is that, does he, no, I don't, I, totally I get that. And, but if you have an opinion and you don't like something that everyone thinks is the greatest thing ever, then you're ostracized and that's a horrible thing. And it, and, and it, and it's, it stinks and it's boring. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like, I always go, there's no way that all of you guys feel the exact same way about this piece of art. No, like it's 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 a movie is art, and like you can look at it and say I, th- I felt this or I felt nothing, but just say sitting there saying you know I agree with you, Christy. It was uh, a transformational project in which young women. It's like no one talks like that. No, mm-hmm. it's a movie. No one stop <laughs> it. Like would you guys knock it off? We'll, we'll see. Being weird. <laughs> I, I, Are you going to go see it too next week? Yeah, I'll try to see it. In this. Okay. I just want to see what it's all. Tom, about. if you promise to go see it, I'll go see it. Okay. But if I find out I saw this movie, <laughs> for no reason, and I did. Okay, <laughs> I, I'll get to it. We have time for one quick word, Al. What have you got for me? Oh, okay. Let's take it back to the old school, Tom. Uh, I just love this word. Uh, this is a word that was going around in the early 90s. Tom, what is a herb? Uh-oh. A not herb. herb. Not herb. Is it is referencing, is it like uh, that person is a herb? Yes. Okay, so that would be a herb. So is it referencing a famous person named Herb? No. There's only one herb he's going to go to, and I'm writing it down. <laughs> There's no way. Herbie the love bug. He's going to say anything else. Go ahead. You're right, Jake. Uh, well, I. Herb score? Yeah. You went older than I thought. Herb, Herb, Tar- Herb Tarlick uh, is what I was going to Oh, God. I loved Herb Tarlick. It's one of my favorite characters Herb in, in the history of television. I, I assume Herb is some, someone who's, who's dorky. Tom, walk off home run. Yeah. Look at him go. You went back to the early 90s. And he's like, dude, you know. His his brother's Kobe. He's kind of a herb, but we love like herb. <laughs> wow, oh, that's fun. I love that word. It needs to come back. I'm gonna start using it again. All right. Well, herb Tarlick was dorky. Yeah. Oh, that character was so well done. <laughs> if you've ever been around salespeople, that is a beautiful um, thing. Uh, Al, you're gonna be live on stage tonight. Am I getting this right? In Fort yes. Collins. What was the name of the club? The uh, the Comedy Fort. In go Fort see Collins. go see Al live and in person, please tonight. Is it just yes, seven thirty? Is it one night only? Uh yes, one night only. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Al. Always a great pleasure. See Barbie, and we'll compare notes. All right. I promise right. I'll see you. Okay. Bye, Thank Al. You. Love you guys. Love you. All right. Now, uh, speaking of comparing notes, yeah, what are we comparing? Well, uh, you've been uh, cooking some Hello Fresh up, uh, as has Willie. Yeah. And uh, Hello Fresh is doing something new. Hence the new code word, which is fifty BT show. That's right. Five O 
BT show at HelloFresh.com. And uh, that's because uh, with the summer winding down, they want you to have a lot of extra time this summertime. So they've got a bunch of new quick and easy options, including quick breakfast and lunches from HelloFresh. What does this mean? I had the breakfast spinach and feta egg bites yesterday. They are amazing. They, I totally recommend them. Willie, what have you been working on over there? Oh, well, I got the uh, Southwest Beef Cavatappi with poblano and smoky red pepper crema. HelloFresh sends you 11 ingredients. Put those together in six easy steps. Just over a half hour, you have this delicious, colorful pasta dish. Yum. You made it at home with HelloFresh. Thank you very much. How does HelloFresh work? They do the grocery shopping. They send you the, uh, the recipe card, and you can see if you don't know a persimmon from a pineapple, um, guess what? It's right there. You you can't make a mistake. They've measured everything out for you, so it's going to be great. It's a great way to cook, and you'll have a lot of fun. Great for the kids to help them learn how to cook. Great for date night, Josh. Uh, HelloFresh.com uh, slash 50BT show. Josh, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you get the, some soft music on. You start making something delicious. Nope, I'm going to ask you to stop involving me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Try America's number one meal kit today and get 50% off plus free shipping. I got to mention that more than once. Free shipping. It's HelloFresh.com slash 50BTShow. They want you to try it, so they're making this great offer for you. It's restaurant-quality food, and you helped, as they used to say. 50BT shows the code HelloFresh.com slash 50BT show. Coming up, what's the one thing you don't want your driving school instructor to do? We, we're going to tell you. This All is right. the Bob and Tom Show. Reach us toll-free at 1-888-BOB-TOM-1 or at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Be there at the end. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, chick. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. There's Josh Arnold. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom. Thank you very much, Chick. You're welcome. Coming up, the Ace Cosby joke of the day. Uh, Answer to a question we were asking. uh, We were talking about uh, managers in baseball wearing uniforms. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, according to a little bit of research here, Connie Mack wore a suit in the dugout. It looks like the last major league manager to wear a suit uh, may have been uh, Bert Schotten of the Brooklyn Dodgers, who last managed a game in October of 1950. <gasps> wow! So, uh, you know, as, as Willie said, you, can, you see a guy out there with a. With a suit on, yelling at the umpire and getting tobacco juice all over. But the umpire wears a suit. Correct. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I thought they wore polo- polos. Well, how about this? I thought they wore a black suit jacket. and they. I haven't been to a game in a while, but... And a chest protector. Didn't they? Yeah. yeah. There was a time, yeah. The last NFL coach to wear a shirt and tie, I remember this, the Vikings head coach at the time, Mike Tice. He wore a, a tie and a shirt under an, under an officially licensed um, NFL Minnesota Vikings sweater vest. <laughs> he quit doing that after the 2003 season. And Tom made fun of the sweater vest. At the request of the NFL. <laughs> the NFL asked him to stop wearing a tie. Oh, wow. I think, I, I think they have, someone said, let's pu- push this more Merch. casual merchandising. Yeah. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Didn't Tom Landry wear a suit coat, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He wore a hat and the whole thing, yeah. yeah. Oh. And you, but you can get uh, NFL uh, t- themed ties. Sure, you can. Uh, very tastefully done as well. Now, do you own a tie clip, Chick McGee? I do not. 
I do not have a tie cleaner. Do you own a fedora? I don't own a fedora, only because my mother made me wear one when I went to church when I was a kid. Oh, I bet really? you would look really good in a fedora, I and bet, I'm not I just saying bet, that. I bet I wouldn't. You pull what? off almost any yeah, hat. Yeah, I bet. You look really good in headwear. Yeah. <laughs> I look good in the hat and any headwear. Yeah. And Ace, do you own a, <clears throat> a, a tie clip? I do not. Do you own a tie? I have uh, three clip-ons and one real one, which nice. is a kiss tie. All right. Cool. Nice. Do you ever wear the kiss tie, or is it just I've worn it once. Really? Would you wear it to our Christmas event? Sure. Well, I've got to plan a Christmas event now just to see. <laughs> I haven't had one in years. Just to see this. Well, I, I, it's the lawsuits. I can't afford it. Okay, ready? Uh, NFL, uh, according to history, and this might be uh, anecdotal research, the tipping point in tie versus casual wear by NFL coaches came in 1986. Then New York Jets head coach Joe Walton showed up for a Monday night game against the Dolphins wearing an ugly green sweater with the name Jets emblazoned on the chest. Remember those NFL sweaters? That yeah. Yeah, names right big, yeah. Callers flooded the Jets switchboard the next day. Remember when you can flood the switchboard? Uh, asking where they could buy one of those beautiful sweaters. Now that supply is cut up with demand, coaches and fans look as though uh, they come to the stadium, though, wearing NFL gear precisely for it so they can move merchandise. That's mm. exactly right. And that's isn't that why the throwback uniforms are so popular? Well, they, they can, can sell sell, sell the merch, okay. sell different things. All right, very interesting. When you guys were in high school, did your uh, any athletes have to wear suits to school on game day? Yeah, yeah. Our basketball uh, no. team always no. had to. We uh, we got to wear our jerseys. Yeah, we had to wear jerseys. One day, I had a hickey, and I had to wear the jersey, and the jersey just really exposed the hickey, so I wore my red football jersey and a light blue scarf that I borrowed from my brother. <laughs> huh. Would have been better if you had a dickie. A dickie to cover the hickey? A dickie to cover the hickey. Yeah. A dickie under, an NF, uh, a, dickie under a football jersey. <laughs> now, Willie, do you, do you know what a dickie is? Yeah, it's like the half turtleneck thing, right? Yeah, the faux turtleneck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do you own a dickie, Josh? Yes, but it was a, uh, given to me as a gift uh, by Jessica Alsman. It's in my office. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. You want to try it on? Because I wear Dickie's work shirts all the time. So. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, now, uh, let's get back to the news desk with Christy Lee. A larger new study shows that the more you walk, the lower, you risk your, the, lower the risk of death. The research analyzed more than 225,000 people across 17 different studies around the world, and the conclusion... Walking at least 4,000 steps a day began to reduce the risk of dying from any cause. Walking around 2,300 steps a day reduced the risk of dying from cardiovascular disease and diseases of the heart. Now, we've also stated, though, it depends where you're walking. Sure. As I said earlier, if you're walking toward a lion, um, it might increase your chances of death. Right. Yeah, it certainly could. Uh, any other thoughts on this, John? If you're walking across a half-frozen pond, mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think this helps your... Uh, Very good. Researchers determined the risk of dying from any cause decreases significantly with every 500 to 1,000 extra steps you walk. Even if people walked as many as 20,000 steps a day, the health benefits continue to increase. But you'll still die at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, of course. No, no. Yeah. You can't outwalk the Reaper. So if you wanted to, you could walk backwards and then it would take time off your life? That's right. You, you youngin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you de-age. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, it's very good to get out there and well, of course get, it get is. the blood flowing. The sort, yes. But walking to the refrigerator or walking to get the TV remote really doesn't... Those are steps. Doesn't, doesn't, yeah, but you need more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so in any event, walking is usually good. How many uh, steps a day do you get average? Several thousand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to get 10. 
Yeah, that's the goal for many. When you have dogs, I have eight thousand. It's my goal. Uh, uh, Pat, you're looking at me. What do you got over there? Song? I got something. Yeah. Here comes Grandpa. Man, he's old. About my age is what I'd say. He's in a sneakers walking mall. Made it to live another day. He was attraction. He's up and moving. Oh yeah, the man can crawl. Incontinence and constipation. Put some gold ball on his balls. He's got a Walkman on from 1987. Matching sweatpants with the trophy wife. He's going to walk. To extend that life, yeah, he's got a real hot wife. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> dire straits for your ass. Oh, thank you. Oh, 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 thank, you for, oh, thank you very much, Pat. Uh, uh, what's coming up, Christy? Well, coming up, we still have to get to sex at the movies and um, a very weird way to serve ice cream. And if you have a food allergy, fecal transplant could be in your future. Hmm. Oh, fecal transplant. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to find out how that works. Hot dog. Do, you have, do they have to do it live? You ask that every time. Yeah. Do you have to be like on the next bed? <sighs> <sighs> Call no, the doctor. All right. Put your butts together. <laughs> Call the doctor. We got it. It's coming. Uh, <clears throat> put, your, put your foot in the stirrups, Dave. <laughs> Dave! <laughs> We've got the... We, <laughs> We've got the receiving bucket ready. Okay. Uh, This is the Bob and Tom Show. Add to or continue the conversation. Check out the Bob and Tom Show on Facebook. Get the link at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. It's great. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. Hey, I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. I think it may be time for that uh, special palate cleanser. That's right. Uh, of course, I'm talking about uh, the uh, fabulous Ace Cosby joke of the day. Uh, lots of requests uh, for this. And, uh, AC, ready? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, here we go. Cruise that yeah. Sex yeah. Voice. Ace Cosby, <laughs> here he is with his joke of the day. When I was younger, I used to really love making sandcastles with my grandfather mm-hmm. until my mom started hiding the urn. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Leave Grandpa alone, she'd say. Uh, uh-huh. I did not see that one coming. I like that very much, Ace. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a lot of ashes. Don't hold it in, Chick. Don't hold it in. Okay. <laughs> Remember, I used to have Annie Girk in the uh, kitchen I mean, in the, in the, garage. In the garage door yeah. by the kitchen at my house. And what else was in there with Annie Girl? Our Heidi Key. That's mm. right. Wow. It was a silver box, and it said cremains. Mm-hmm. No reason to refer to your aunt as a silver box. <laughs> no. Okay. rude. <laughs> no, it was like a... Crass? I, I, I'm sorry. No, it really was. It was like a silver paper box. Ah. And inside were her ashes. And they just <laughs> and kind of been placed there one day, and they just kind of got left there. Wow. That's kind of disrespectful. You know, I, she lived a really long, long life. Well, I, I guess it is a safe place to put a key, though. Yeah. Not many people are going to go looking for it in there. I wonder if that lock is still in that door at my old house when I was a kid. A little bit of a little yeah. bit of Annie Girk, Girk in, in there. there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, let's get back to the news desk with Christy Lee. What do you got? One in five Canadians have had sex at the movies. Wow. Only 2% of those couples were ever caught, apparently. Survey found one in three respondents smuggled booze into the cinema and 42% confessed to walking into the theater already under the influence of 
mind-altering substances. Hmm. So it's three different categories here. Mm-hmm. I find that first down a little... Sex, booze, drugs. One in five? Yeah, that wow. sounds way high. I've never, I've never witnessed that. Well, that's why I want to know what the definition of sex is. Is it... Well, Christy, when two right. people love each other very much. Is it full-on, you know... Intercourse, right. Or is it a handy, or is it a... What, what are we talking about? Yeah, hmm. it's, that's not clarified in the survey. Do you think that's a little high? It seems high, but... These, I think these are... They're, they've asked people that are liars or braggarts. Now, let's, yeah. let's, let's go around the room. Those are the millennial generation, by the way. 91% more likely to engage in public intimacy hmm. compared to their Gen Z counterparts. Well, wow. to be fair, that's just because we can't afford rent, so we kind of have to do it outside. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Instead of in front of mom and dad. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ace, you ever... Uh... No, but uh, in my younger years, I always heard about the hole in the bottom of the popcorn box. Well, that was in a movie, yeah. Uh, but did you ever do Diner. that? No. I was going to say, if, if, if that's salty <laughs> popcorn, that would be painful. Did I get that correct? Wasn't that in Diner? It is in Diner, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Uh, Josh, you ever... No, I never. I've never done anything in a movie theater. No, nor have I. Uh, Christy, you worked in a movie theater, even when after yeah, hours. Yeah, not in the theater. I I made out in the behind the concession stand. Cool, like in the uh, room. Yeah, whatever the stock. Did room. any of your coworkers ever knock one off in the projection booth? No, not not that I'm aware of. Wouldn't that be, I, the, sure. wouldn't that be the secret place? That or the jan- janitor's room or whatever? Uh, the janitor's closet would not be a good place because the ushers were always in and out of that, getting brooms and such. But the project, the projection area could work. Yeah, not a lot of people up there at all. Hmm. So, uh, Tom, have you? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Joy a movie? I don't. Uh, Willie, ever? Uh, no. no. I made out in a movie theater, sure. Hmm. Grabbed a boob, you bet. But uh, never done the full... The full dance. Yeah, I, just, I just can't see someone. Boy, this Oppenheimer movie sure is great. You want to knock one off? You don't think I'm capable of it? You didn't ask me. I'm just about to get to you. I would... Did you? Well, ever... hell, I'll have you know. No, I never have. <laughs> what about drive-ins? Did you guys ever do it while in a car at a drive-in? No. no. Drive-ins kind of went out even before. Oh, okay. When I got to driving age, I guess, they were kind of on the way out. Nobody here? Uh, no, I've only been to a drive-in once. Wow. What? I've been like 20 times. And I'm... You've never taken your children to a drive-in movie theater. No. What is wrong with okay, you? It's fun. What's the deal about drive-ins? You don't like drive-ins for oh, some I reason. Oh, I know why. Mm-hmm. I bet it's just... What's the problem? What do you mean? Does there's it start too late? Maybe it starts too late. Up that... in there, yeah. Uh, no, I just, there, there's one near. Uh, I know that the drive-in theater industry uh, kept the half the world from going on to daylight savings time. There's a beautiful uh, drive-in theater not too far from here. Three screens, wonderful concession stand, there, very there, clean. There used to be one right off of Interstate 80. Triple screens. In, yeah. In uh, huh. north, northwestern Ohio. And if you'd be driving down the Ohio Turnpike, you had a, a, a several seconds. It turned into a porno theater. Cool. Uh, that was very disturbing. Sure. You're driving along and all of a sudden you look up and there's truly graphic yeah. uh, pornographic <laughs> scenes. I mean, it's like, whoa. I, I lived in a city called Fairborn, Ohio, near, in the a suburb of Dayton. And they had, <clears throat> the name of the uh, drive-in was the Skyborn, mm. but they called it the Skyporn because during the last days they started wow. showing uh, adult Adult cinema. Late 70s, that was a thing. Wow. And you could see from the Sad. highway. You could see mm-hmm. stuff going on from the highway. Yeah, so I, I think the results of this survey are skewed, frankly. Yeah, maybe. I don't think that one in five Canadians has really knocked one off at a movie theater. Now, at a hockey game, uh, 
<laughs> that is less like, way less like. Way less like. They don't want to miss the game. Yeah. <laughs> Hence doggy style. Alanis Morissette's Canadian. She sang about going down on a, in a movie yeah, theater. That's right. Yeah, Dave Coulier. Very famous uh, line. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, well, uh, let's get back to the action, Christy. What else you got over there? An Israeli restaurant going viral after images show a secret menu item that involves diners eating chocolate ice cream out of a toilet bowl. According to Oddity Central, the restaurant called Gordo's in Holan has come under fire for posting a video of this dish. Now, in the video, a toilet bowl smeared with chocolate ice cream is carried over to a table of giggling diners, Josh who dig in with spoons. I think it's so funny. The controversial post drew black backlash from users who called us. the idea disrespectful. We're eating poop. Shocking <laughs> and perverse. It, it, I watched this video and it it starts with this uh, toilet, but it's not in a it's not installed. It's you know, obviously it's clean cool. on. Is it sure. a full size to- toilet? It's you a, felt yeah. you felt the need to, to say, tell us that it wasn't. Uh, no, it was plumbed, plumbed, if you will. If it was plumbed, they wouldn't <laughs> plumbed. be able to carry it to the table. I'm trying to clarify for those listening. Oh. But there's apparently some religious... Yeah, there appears to be an element of political that, and that, religious controversy in the video. Yeah, yeah there's, this is referencing something in the Jewish faith. Uh, uh, oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is I'm it? not going there. It mocks a scholarly concept in Judaism. Oh well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I don't, and I don't know what it is. So I'm, I'm not either, educated but... in this field. But um, you and you can't read the the name on the menu of this. No, can you read? You can't really read that. It's name. called Third House of S Word. S Word. Okay. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, but anyway, right. it shows these giggling people. It's of course chocolate ice cream. And Ugh. do they put corn in it? <laughs> As far as I know, no, that would. I was going to bring in my dark chocolate hummus today to have you guys try it, but it looks so much like crap. Yeah, that I thought Tom would just turn up his nose and go, "No thanks." Is it good? It's really good. We'll bring it in. We'll give it a try. All right. Um, anyway, so this uh, whatever possessed you, dark chocolate hummus. Oh, it's so good, chick. Okay. With pretzels. Oh my gosh. This should be called. Um, fat, fat, fat. Wait a minute. Hang on. This should be. This should be called commode a la mode. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> or ice, yeah, pie a la commode. A la commode. Should they throw yes, like yes. a throw a piece of apple pie in there? And, <laughs> yeah, I, there's I, I some technical reason this is it's this controversial beyond the fact that it's just. A, and, and there's also a, a restaurant famously that has. Um, we had this story a few years ago that has miniature toilets. That yeah, are, that are bowls and they serve ice cream in those. But this is an That's actual. That's kind of funny. Yeah, but this I feel like a, that was an Asian. It was in Japan or something. Yeah, eating. but this is a full size thing and it's wow. be heavy wouldn't it, it serves a lot doesn't it yeah mm-hmm. now you'd have to take three or three waiters to get you to and, get and, to and of course uh, they've you know visually made sure that it looks like of course i see hey a recent study speaking of that in mice has found food allergies can be cured with a compound that smells like dog feces and rancid butter hmm. according to scientists the bacterial compound called called butyrate Helps foster the growth of beneficial bacteria and maintain the lining of the gut. In mice. One way to treat food allergies is to administer the missing bugs orally or with a fecal transplant. (laughs) This has been difficult to do since researchers say butyrate has a very bad smell like dog poop and Can you spell butyrate? B-U-T-Y-R-A-T-E. So it's not butt rate? No. Buddy rate? No. Booty rape? Okay. What? (laughs) Booty rate? It's butyrate. He's okay. He's trying so or it hard. might be butyrate, but I think it's butyrate. 
Um, it tastes so bad, people won't swallow it. So to overcome these challenges, scientists have created a new delivery system Up that above. uses a chemical cocktail called polymeric micelles, micelles to cloak the compound's foul smell and taste. Weird. Mm. What? For food allergies. Yeah. Hmm. It, 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 I guess it puts the proper things you need in your gut, but apparently it's disgustingly tasty. Ugh. So they're doing fecal transplants instead of but they they're, may be they're able putting to, it in kimchi because that that tastes worse right i, I totally love, disagree uh, with that uh, kimchi, but it is a good kimchi. joke it, it does, uh, <laughs> for those <laughs> the uninitiated yes yeah isn't kimchi is that isn't that where they take cabbage and bury it i it's thought fer- fermented, fermented cabbage yeah. yeah i thought kimchi was pat's ex in miami is it that is not? actually yeah. oh. oh kim yeah there's kim in it you yeah. don't have to do that if you just want to avoid food allergies never get vaccinated <laughs> Thanks, Josh. That's, that's the answer. Extremely helpful. Uh, the fact that they do your they, research. They say that it tastes like rancid butter and dog feces. Not all that. Appealing. Well, first of all, how do you know what dog feces tastes like? I don't know. How can they even make that comparison? Um, you have a, you ask a fair question. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't have. I smelled it. I can extrapolate. Can okay. okay. I all agree. right. I agree, Willie. Uh, coming up, uh, comedian Brad Upton, a guy who has millions of followers. And we're going to find out what's going on with Brett. Um, also, uh, um, coming up in the news, we have um, a weird story about pacifiers. Oh, it's yeah. very, very strange. <laughs> Bing- yeah. yeah, dummies. Yeah. If you're a fan of the musical Hamilton, there's a new video game out there for you. Oh, there you go, Josh. No, thanks. <laughs> what? Uh, we'll what's find happening? out more. But right now, uh, Chick, you're going to be at your home all That's all- right, because I have Simply Safe, the do-it-yourself, design-it-yourself home security system. And now, Simply Safe tells us, Fast response is critical. That's why Simply Safe Home Security launched their breakthrough technology. It's called 24-7 Lifeguard Protection. It helps stop crime in real time. Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter intruders in your home through their new smart alarm wireless indoor camera. 24-7 Lifeguard Protection made possible by that new camera available with the Fast Protect monitoring plan. It's the only indoor security camera that can trigger the alarm and instantly deter tr- intruders with a built-in siren with advanced motion detection and vision AI. The smart alarm indoor camera can sense the difference between potential intruders and pets to reduce false alarms. And Simply Safe agents can actually see, speak to, and deter intruders in your home through new smart alarm wireless indoor camera in, in real time. And right now, Bob and Tom Show listeners get a special 20% off any Simply Safe system when you sign up for a free month of uh, Fast Protect monitoring. Special offers for a limited time only. Just visit simplysafetom.com. That's simplysafetom.com. And remember, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you very much. Coming up, comedian Brad Upton. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. Willie Griswold's here. Good morning. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, Chick. Now, we are uh, going to hook up with the the Zoom. And uh, there, oh, there we go. I look look up, and I see him right there. Uh, He is the uh, now-shaven-headed... Uh, well, he always had a head, I guess. Now that I think about it, uh, it's a comedian, comedian Brad Upton. Hi, Brad. Uh, Brad uh, is a very fine stand-up comedian. And are you home? I am home. Rare, I'm rarely home, but I am home right now. Okay. And um, uh, Brad is um, 
uh, huge on the internet. Can you give me a little background on what happened there? Uh, nobody's more surprised than me. I've been doing this forever, as you know. And then all of a sudden, people started sharing some videos, and I blew up, and I'm an overnight sensation in year 35 of my career. All right. <laughs> right now, I, it, I know that uh, coming up this Thursday, you're going to be at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. Am I getting this right? Is it this Thursday? Or that is correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, is, it, is, is it a one-nighter? Yeah, in Columbus. is All those are one-nighters in Ohio next week. And then I go from Ohio to Singapore. Whoa. Well, good routing. <laughs> That's right. good routing. You know, um, are you going to Singapore on your own, or are you going with... Uh... What is that, like an eight-hour drive? It's got to be an eight-hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, you stop at Bucky's a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, are you going to Singapore on your own on a comedy tour or is this one of yeah i'm doing a show over there i've been there before i've performed over there before i'm going back and uh then i have a stop in london i'm, I'm around the world tour with two stops great <laughs> hope they're yeah paying. good routing i was gonna say, hope they're paying well just to just to pay for uh, <laughs> this may be more of a vacation <laughs> i see are you going by yourself i am going by myself oh then it is, that a, is vacation. a vacation yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely now what is the status of your family life uh, well, I'm recently a widower. If everything went as planned. <laughs> oh, man, you scared us. Bradley. No, you got us. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Uh, we are empty nesters. We are empty nesters. And how's and that? I going? have a wedding coming up next summer. Next August, I, uh, I will be walking my daughter down the aisle. Oh, well, that's nice. That's, that's yeah. sweet. Um, and then, um, are you still living in the great Northwest? I am in the great Northwest. Um, Seattle, been here my entire career, never moved to L.A., new, never moved to New York, been here the entire time. That might be why I nothing ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, this explosion on the Internet with millions of views, did this happen during the pandemic? A lot of it did. I think the pandemic actually helped me. Uh, um, it did happen. A lot of people found me. I had those first two things blow up and, 2018 2019 and then people were sitting at home and they found my specials and started sharing again and here we are do you what? remember do you remember the last time i was on i, I had uh i had left the diamond princess where uh in in yokohama japan where that huge COVID outbreak happened and uh i was i left that ship in january of 2020 and it got quarantined two days later and eight days after that, I was in studio with you guys. I do remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably why you're not having me on again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you can get you the, almost killed us. Get the COVID via via Zoom, but um, yeah. Now I now that you mentioned it, well, now, what I were the first two that. pieces that blew up? I'm trying to. I, I don't remember that. Oh, I made fun of millennials, uh, and then uh, and then I had all the stuff. I made fun of millennials. That thing blew up. It did 33 million views in 10 days, and uh, nobody more surprised than me because I'd been slinging those jokes in clubs for 12, 15 years. Wow. Well, do you, do you remember any of them? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Making fun of millennials. That's that's low hanging fruit right there. <laughs> well, um... I'll tell you what. About I missed. You know what I missed about the about the pandemic though i missed the mask it, it covered up this skin sack i'm starting to grow right here <laughs> i call it my throatum <laughs> uh, looks rather scrotal-esque if you will if you will our guest is brad upton 
He has um, been around the world quite literally with his comedy. And uh, among other stops, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, he'll be at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio, one night only, August 17th. Now, I'm sorry, your next stop, it's not Shanghai. What did you say, Singapore? Singapore and then London. If anyone is listening that is going to be going to the Singapore show, be sure to come up to him after the show and tell him you heard it on the Bob and Tom show. Now, you, you may think that's <laughs> unlikely, but we have listeners everywhere with the in the world of the Internet. You never know. It's possible. Well, let me get, let's get me back on in a couple of weeks. I'll, I'll call from Singapore and I'll be sweating. I'll have sweat running down the crack of my ass. <laughs> uh, All right. uh, is that because of the heat? or? Yeah, yeah. It's 80 miles north of the equator. Oof. So all I do is sweat over there. Wow. Yikes. Yikes. And then where are you playing in London? Uh, it's a nice, it's a It's a theater in the West End. Wow. It's called Le- Le- Leicester, Leicester. I'm going to say it wrong in the Leicester. That's the Leicester Square, yeah. Leicester, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, is it a solo show? Yeah, just me. I'm doing like a 75 minutes with an intermission. I'm going to take an intermission in the middle of my own show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, well, yeah. They asked if I could. I went, yeah. And then afterwards, I went, can I? I don't know. I, don't, I still don't have a plan. I have no plan at this point. <laughs> you got to do kind of a semi-closer, get a big yeah. laugh and say, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'm gonna. I'm old. I'm going to go pee, and I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Once again, we're speaking with comedian Brad Upton, um, who, as he mentioned, blew up on the uh, blew up on social media just a few years ago. I, are you still touring with Johnny Mathis? I am. That's a good question. I am. Johnny can still sing, man, and he'll be 88 next month. And no he can way. Still sing. Wow. He still hits the high notes. I had a show with him a couple weeks ago. I got. I have one with him next uh, month in Cerritos, California. Wow. Is he uh, catch a falling star and mm. put it in your pocket? What? Is that Johnny no, Mathis? No. No. no, th- no Johnny Mathis is chances are. Oh, chances are, oh, yes. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, you, know, you know all his Christmas music. Trust sure, me. Sure, <laughs> Is he still playing golf? Yeah, he still plays golf. He has eight holes in one in his lifetime. Wow. Man. Yeah, I know he's a really good golfer. But, I mean, obviously, it, at 88, it, wow. Yeah, he, he golfs three or four times a week. Oh, well. Um, uh, once again, our, our guest is uh, Brad Upton, uh, who uh, has t- you've toured the world with uh, with Johnny Mathis. You've also done uh, the, the ships, obviously. Are you still doing those yeah, on yeah. occasion? Uh, no longer. I Well, here's, here's the funny part. Here's the good stuff. I had a heart attack about 15 months ago, mm. and my cardiologist said, if you'd have been on a ship, you wouldn't have made it. And I went, okay, that's all I need to hear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I understand they do have... Um, Full mo- medical facilities, well, right? I was going to say, that's, of course, the optimistic Christy. I was going to say oh. morgues. Oh. Yeah, they got morgues. If so, the ice cream is soft, the morgue is in, in business. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, Brad, uh, best of luck on this international tour. And it's always, it's Thank always you great so to much. see you. I appreciate you. Um, now, have you uh, started working on your speech for your daughter's wedding? Are you going to be uh, getting up there and... Yeah, I think I'm going to call uh, Eric. That's my future son-in-law. I think I'm going to call him the wrong name every single time. <laughs> yes, because there's nothing a bride likes more than a funny dad on her wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> you going to do cash? Yeah, I'm sure my wife's going to say, "Tone it back." <laughs> cash bar, or is it going to be a? Is it going to be an open bar? Oh, open bar. You're invited. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. 
Uh, and by the way, uh, Brad, if you happen to be driving uh, south um, to Oregon, you can now pump your own gas. I just uh, I know, isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. You can you can also uh, you can also uh, do your own suicide in in uh, Oregon too. So oh, oh, oh the, well, that's yeah. handy. You can do that before you could pump gas. <laughs> Wow! They had to wait for that last yeah. one. So they, you know, you can, All right. yeah, you I can choose death, but unleaded or super unleaded, you can't make that decision. Okay. <laughs> uh, on that note, I think we're going to close it off. Brad Upton, one of the funniest guys out there. There's a reason he's got millions of people watching him on the internet. Good luck in uh, in Singapore and London. That's great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Good seeing everybody. All man. right, Good to see you, Brad. 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 Care, Stay healthy. All right, take care. Well, that's uh. Nice little cap, right? No idea he had anything about. Uh, oh, I looked it up. A Perry Como sings the song. I was oh, yeah. Star. What was the song when you were singing? Catch a fall. As you would say, Josh, nobody cares. <laughs> oh, I, I, no, I, I received dozens of emails. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, he was, he's, uh, Perry Como was sort of that incredibly relaxed. Yes. 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 Well, SCTV, I think Eugene Levy did him, but he's, <laughs> he's laying on a pillow singing. I'd have to see that. That sounds yeah. great. Uh, right now, we, we there's a lady in this room. Yeah, where? And she's wearing... Uh, oh. uh, a uh, faux, uh, is that faux leopard? I assume. Some kind of animal. It's cougar. Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah. Is the it cheetah? Is it cheetah? cheetah. Maybe. Oh, the lion sounds good. To- yeah. Oh, oh sound good. Oh, the Buffalo Zoo has lion cubs, and they have a camera that you can go live and look at them, and they're, they're playing. It's so cute. Oh, <laughs> lion cubs those- are so cute. You're one of those nuts for, that we found out about during Lion King. You want to go hold a lion cub, aren't you? I'm not a nut. I think you are. I can see the way your <laughs> face not, lights up when you talk about watching lion cubs online. I don't want to hold one. I like watching I them play. You Would you hold a lion cub? I've held a tiger else? cub. There it is. Hmm. Nut. They say if you see any cub in the wild, to pick it up and wait for the mother to arrive. <laughs> yeah. The mother will arrive yes. and she she wants to see too. that yeah. you are taking care of their child. That's what I did. I saw Dansby Swanson in Chicago. I waited for him. The mom came. It was all that good. must be a uh, athlete. Yeah. The okay. Cub, on the Cubs. There you go. <laughs> that must be an athlete. Now, um, we were just talking about uh, Johnny Mathis, the yes. singer. Yeah, he had eight holes in one. Tom, what, I, your what thoughts? Are the, what are the chances? Um, <laughs> chances are eight holes in one. Anybody? Anybody at all? Okay, I, I go ahead. He had a high jump record. How about the back nine? Oh, my God. Anything? Eight holes in one? Is that Bob Mathis? Are we talking about Johnny Mathis? You're right, Pat. Bob Mathis. It's San Francisco Francisco State College. No, that's Bob Mathias. Right. Yeah, Um, yeah, he was uh, on the basketball and track team. I I had no idea. Thank you very much for that trivia. Now we get back to Christy Lee. What have you (laughs) You got? You gave it to us. You You gave it to us. Thank you very much for the trivia. You you announced something, enjoyed it, and thanked yourself for it. I was thinking Josh. I was thinking Josh for the Perry Como update. Oh, okay. And then, You're uh, welcome. Yes, and I then uh, here's another story you'll love because you love <laughs> Hamilton. The music Hamilton now available to play in the video game Roblox. In the Hamilton simulator, players use their own avatars as they interact with the musical's characters and negotiate through ten levels set during the Revolutionary War. Hmm. Each level has songs from the musical, and I have not seen it along with uh, Josh. So I'm not familiar with the tunes, but they include Guns and Ships, You'll Be Back, and the Skyler Sisters. 
The goal is to free New York City from British rule. Oh, I, and I'm not, Willie, help me with the game Roblox. Uh, Roblox is a game. Uh, you create a character, and you can play a bunch of little games or mini games inside the game. I don't know much about it, but Finley plays it. Oscar's kid plays I it. I know I've my spent son about $400 on gift cards for my yep. nieces and nephews. Oh, is this Roblox. the one where you can buy swords and coins? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that stuff. Yeah, so they love it. They love it. They have a good time. I guess so your daughter's playing it. So is she going to play Hamilton? Well, she loves Hamilton. So maybe, there you go. So, but... I mean, do you? So you become one of the characters in the. Your your your, your avatar interacts with the characters in the musical. Okay, but can they you can be, be Aaron Burr? And, uh, is it a first person I, I, shooter? <laughs> you interact with the characters from the play. Mm-hmm. All the characters you're are in the play already. Aaron Burr's in there. Yeah, yeah. So, so can, but then, can you write raps for them? I don't know, Tom. I haven't played yeah, the I, game. I, I mean, obviously, the most important would probably be a rap that had my credit card information. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play with me? I need your CCV. Oh, nice. Very CCV. That's freestyle. The joke's there, whatever. Yeah, we, we got it. <laughs> I would have just said security code on the back. That doesn't rhyme. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the angriest comedian ever. The joke's there. Okay. Hey, hey, sometimes but, I'm going to need your help. <laughs> relax. Does anybody folks. else have like, that, that little thing is wearing off? Oh, yeah. No? Yeah, that little, what is that little Three security digit. code number? You, you don't know it? it. If oh, you need wow. it, I you don't a, know it by heart? I, you know yours. It, I got a picture of yours on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> a Florida resident doesn't need credit cards anymore because they won $1.58 billion yeah. in the Mega Millions jackpot. Pointing wow. the Florida lottery, a Publix grocery store in Neptune Beach sold the winning ticket. Drawn Tuesday night were 13, 19, 20, 32, 33. Yellow Ball 14th, the third largest jackpot in U.S. history. Third largest. Huh. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Wow. We're going to find out what $1.5 billion worth of bath salts looks like. Oh. <laughs> Those Florida residents. Whoa. Whoa. Those wacky Florida <laughs> I'm getting a boat bigger than Miami Beach. I don't care what they say. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of Ron John merch. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Ron John surf shop, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. Buy a lot of alligators. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a bum equipment t-shirt and a, uh, an above-ground pool. Oh, yeah, I can pay for the next space lunch. <laughs> Woo! There's some college professor in Florida going, shut up, you fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know the four things about Florida? <laughs> I could pay for the lightning lanes at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fourth. There it is. Florida man wins lottery, i.e. Tiger King. <laughs> We're going to get... Uh, we'll see. That's All amazing. Right. Hmm. An eight-year-old boy in Bolivia allowed himself to be bitten by a black widow spider in hopes of becoming Spider-Man. Well, now this was foolish. The young man was playing near a river in Vichiloma when he discovered the spider underneath a rock. Not knowing how dangerous the arachnids are, he put the spider on the back of his hand in hopes of being bitten. (laughs) He went home, began experiencing intense muscle spasms. He probably thought it was working. From the Black Widow's bite. (laughs) Probably did. Man. My veins are being filled with web shooters right now. His mother rushed him to the hospital. Once there, they determined the species of the spider and were able to administer the proper anti-venom, and the boy has since recovered. It only works if the spider's radioactive. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, what a moron. He's a kid. What did he know? Well, next time, go to find a radioactive spider and get yourself bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie. No. no um, uh, coming up, yeah. 
We have, uh, well... Uh, Our history lesson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I guess we don't have time for... The, one of my favorite story of the morning we didn't get to. Uh, well, that's because you didn't tell me what it was. Oh, I thought I mentioned it earlier. It's, no. It's the, it's the one thing you don't want to do at uh, driver's ed school. Oh, I can do... We can do it when we come back, if you'd like. Okay, yeah, we need to. It's, it's classic. Okay. Anybody's ever been to driver's ed school. We all had to go to driver's ed school, didn't we? I need to go no. back. Many it was, it was people need to go back. High school. You know who doesn't need to go to driver's ed school? Who's who? The guy you're going to hire to be your driver? Yeah. He's all oh. set. He's no, ready to roll. Yeah, it's got parallel parking has got me... This is going to need an act of uh, Congress, you know that. Won't your car park itself? While Tom may need a skilled professional to help him get around town, (laughs) uh, we all need a skilled professional to help our houses stay maintained, don't we? Yep. Yes. I'm asking you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Christy's basement recently flooded. Chick uh, wanted uh, a fence and a deck and uh, the things and the whatnots. Well, did you do it yourself? No, I no. wouldn't. I'm not silly. <laughs> no, no, you're not silly. You know how to Angie that. That's right. Go to Angie.com. Find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you require. Angie has over 20 years of experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or use that Angie app. It's free. Answer only a few questions. Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or... You can compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly with folks who can get that dream project you have in mind and turn it into a reality. That means you can take care of just about any home project in only a few taps on your device. When it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. And remember, that's spelled A-N-G-I dot com. Coming up, the one thing you don't want to do at driver's ed. Yep. Uh, We got it for you. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Even though we're not too much to look at, you can also watch the show on our YouTube channel. About that, I got her in. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. There's Josh Arnold. I want everyone to know that just before we came back, Christy said the words, I wish I were anywhere else. <laughs> anywhere else. Anywhere. <laughs> I, uh, the mountains of madness. I, can, oh. I concur. There's Ace Cosby. It has been a weird one. It has it's been a, a weird one. This place is haunted. I'm Chick, and here's Tom. Uh, I certainly enjoyed what? talking with Brad Upton. I loved the end of that interview. Uh, his, uh, his thoughts about uh, pumping gas in Oregon. Okay. Very odd. Yes. Who knew? Um, uh, coming up, wait a minute, today's Thursday? Let's it get is, to yeah. it. Uh, don't we have to talk something about driver's ed, Christy? I just want to say, coming yeah. up tomorrow, um, comedian Andy Beningo, and um, also Jeff Oske, and here come the no. mummies in the studio. Tomorrow, here come the mummies. Right. Jeff Oske. Check. Maybe. Then, as a throwaway, Beningo. Oh, I, love I Beningo. don't want to see Beningo... Getting top billing on this show. Now, look, the reason the chick's upset is because Andy Beningo is one of the biggest 
jerks in comedy. He's what no- an awful notorious man. Notorious for yes. being... Uh, he's a, the <laughs> nicest guy. A complete... He's a pussycat. He's Bonigo? a sweet guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, yeah. he's impossible. You're out of your mind. Why are you guys all down on Andy? Because uh, he's ego run Andy Beningo's one of the nicest kids out there. Beningo and Warren are probably still yeah. plotting, right. scheming, plotting. Yeah, they're probably plotting some charity thing. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> Let's move forward here. Well, um, I guess a driving instructor the, oh, in Colorado okay. crashed into the building housing the Learn to Drive school. Oh, that's ironic. Yeah, it? <laughs> CBS <laughs> Colorado. Not really ironic. It's just. CBS Colorado reports the employee was trying to park his vehicle when yeah. the car went through the wall. I'm a driver's instructor, say. <laughs> the owner of the company, Steve Roman, <laughs> told the station that the employee had just been hired yeah, just and was hired not yet a certified first, instructor. You'd think if anyone didn't make this mistake, it would be me. The last person you think. No one was driving students at the time. By the way, thoughts on this Roman says the man no longer works for the company. Oh, yeah. they fired me. I've proven I can't drive. I drive into one building. What did I do? Now, we've gone on record before saying I think one of the toughest gigs out there is teaching anyone to drive. I, Only if you're related to them. I oh, think. then it's impossible. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. But I mean. However, my mother. And let's not even talk about, or, or you can speculate in your own brains if you like. I can't control that. But uh, where uh, the many, many areas she came up short in, she taught me to drive in a, uh, I, I seem to remember, a kind, um, successful way. Oh, that's nice. Was, that's a I, nice I, memory. I, 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 remember, I remember it because it was so abnormal. <laughs> You've never been more scared. No, there was no hitting. There was no. I, I wasn't. I wasn't flinching while I was driving. It was. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Did you get it in an afternoon or? or uh... Yeah, we'd go out to the Madison County Fairgrounds, drive around the fairgrounds. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. It's all right. Oh, we ran, ran over. A, we ran over a couple of people. The <laughs> 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 kind of games, midway game. Put whatever joke you want. There. But did you run into a house? instructor we had to go back to get that <laughs> what he said yeah. before we went to the commercial favorite story of the morning he said i yeah. love that story why because he's a driving instructor and he wrecked uh, he drove into the building into the building and he teaches how to drive wow. <laughs> you know what they say those why who can't it, those teach who, no, yeah. <laughs> those, those who can't teach Drive, it's Jim. Yeah, drive into the building. Do right? something. You got, you okay. got like 30 seconds. Go. Oh, really? Okay, what is today? August 10th. I haven't looked at this. Um, happy birthday, Henry Nestle. Um, founder of oh, the bottle of water. Uh, Herbert Hoover, of course, the founder of the vacuum cleaner remember company. When Hebert, who, remember yeah, when sure. Hubert yeah. Hoover was the yeah. big uh, blooper? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Kermit Schaefer's bloopers. There comes the president. 1909. His Le- honor, Hubert Hoover. <laughs> Leo, Leo Fender? Ah, yeah, the, uh, the before, front of a car. Yep, before him. Uh, cars just ran into the building. <laughs> this wasn't Leave supposed to uh, happen like uh, this. I think Christine, they're mocking you, Tom. I, it's, it's, it's just, I'm shedding I, it like I, I, water. Shedding it like water off uh, your back. Uh, uh, Betsy Johnson, and she spells Betsy S-E-Y. Mm. That extra E stands. Uh, are for you ex- talking about the designer yeah, Betsy Johnson? Yeah. Does the extra E stand for expensive? Oh, uh, oh she's yeah. not that expensive in Wacky. some areas. She's got some cool shoes, man. I love them. Oh, I see. And it's apparently in 1959, Rosanna. Huh? 
Rosanna Arquette? You mean Rosanna Arquette? I I believe she pronounces it Rosanna. Well, she's She's wrong. And it's it's Arquette. The song about her is Rosanna. (laughs) (laughs) Arquette. Rosanna Arquette. Yes. I say, a Sunset That's Boulevard funny. premiered in 1950. I'm ready for my close-up. Uh, <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> it's the movies that have gotten smaller. Um, Red Dawn premiered in this date in 1984. The, Isn't that Swayze? That's the mm-hmm. story of a woman who wakes up with her first time. Uh, oh, no. Be right. Time now for things we've learned on the show. Thanks, Tom. Those um, damn Ruskies, huh, Ace? Ace and I watched Hard Knocks yesterday together. Yes. Yeah, and, Ace's house. With, and you guys love thumbs up. You can't help but love Aaron Rodgers. All right, whoever they're whoever they're portraying, Aaron, this guy named Aaron Rodgers in the show is amazing. <laughs> Wonderful guy. Uh, my brain gave me problems again today. It's his uh, fourth day in a row. Thirteen-year-old uh, signed a professional soccer contract, set a record for the youngest uh, player to sign a pro contract in organized sports in the history of the world. Uh, the iPhone updates coming very very soon. Uh, uh, iOS 17, I guess. It's going to move the end call button slightly to the right. Because, uh, like, when we get older, we all move slightly to the right. That's right. Damn, kids. Yeah. Uh, My movie... phone had a cord and a dial, by God. <laughs> by God. <laughs> we talked about the movie Rubber, the haunted uh, tire that kills people just staring at you. You stare at the tire and you blow your head blows up, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can miss it. And uh, did they Al, make a sequel? Al Jackson, not that I'm aware of. War bucket. They maybe do it. Condom rubber. Oh, retire hmm. or nothing. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, no, I like it. I like <laughs> it. We're going on with that, huh? All right, we'll see, folks. Call it. He's gone. Uh, hey, look, you got the rest of your day to find something good. Uh, and those who can't, those who can't do. Uh, teach. teach and those who can't they crash okay thanks uh, this is the bob and tom show <laughs> become a bob and tom vip and get your bob and tom fix 24 7 get all the info in the vip area at bob this is the bob and tom show welcome to talkville the ultimate smallville rewatch podcast guest star sarah carter as alicia baker although i didn't really work with her a lot but tom did and they had some real big smoochy scenes yeah can we talk about that could there be any more sex what was three page makeout scene that just kept going good lord we get it they have chemistry jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of talkville on youtube or wherever you listen